This is the MJ Morning Show Podcast. Initiate procedure. Okay, the MJ Radio Network. We are go. Stand by for the MJ Morning Show. Hey, do you call that a Tom Brady loss when they pull him out early in the game and then, like, replace all of the main players with... You know, backups because you want to save them for the playoffs. I mean, they already clinched. I mean, you still don't want to lose, which they did they to did. the Falcons. To what was the score? Thirty to seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah, they, they yeah. didn't care about winning that. The, the priority was not winning that game. Oh yeah, listen. Uh, you obviously want to prevent injuries going into the playoffs, but I guess our next game is going to be what Sunday night football, uh, like an eight o'clock game, eight fifteen game. Monday night football. Oh, I thought it was Sunday. Okay, so there's two games on Saturday. Three right, hang, on are, are you sure? Can you why don't you double check real quick? Yeah, it's Monday. Yeah, it, 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 are we sure it's Monday? Yes. Listen, hold on. There's two playoff games on Saturday. Three. Yeah, I can't keep track on right. Sunday. Are you sure? Then, you sure we're not playing? You, can you double check? Just make sure we're not playing on Sunday. I, I want to be it, telling it, you now yeah, that I'm you're pretty wrong. Sure, I'm pretty sure it's Sunday. Uh, listen, I'm, that's why I'm, I'm checking. I, 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 you, th- you, I thought we were playing Sunday night, and I we are playing. That's what I thought. Uh, so, Andrew, it is Monday night? Monday night, yes. Okay, I mean, and it is, it'll be the Dallas Cowboys, yeah. which we beat Dallas. Was that the first game of the season? Yeah, so for the last two seasons, game one, the Buccaneers have faced the Cowboys. And uh, they play him again on Monday night. Okay. All right. So and, I guess Monday night football it is. And Tom Brady is. Can you, fo- can you, can you yeah. focus, please? <laughs> I mean, you walk, you walk in late, and, and now you're like, you're turning away from the microphone. Yes, yeah, because you know why? Those, there needs to be an investigation of both of those lights now, Fester. Kroger Boulevard light. I sat there for at least three minutes. It's not Kroger. It's Kroger. Kroger. <laughs> oh. Kroger's the supermarket. Okay. They have quite the, quite the local delivery service yeah. here in Tampa. Yeah. For, for, they, for not having a brick is, and mortar store. Is Kroger going to... Well, I had this conversation with my wife. With all of the Kroger food delivery trucks that you see all over the place, is that a precursor to Kroger going uh, brick and mortar at some point and building... Actual stores? Didn't they try that a couple of decades ago? Not in this market. I don't think so. Kroger no. has stores. Dude, Kroger, I think, is the largest yeah. grocery chain in the country. Yeah. So why are you saying that? Oh, you mean stores here? In the Tampa Bay area. Oh, yeah, we, we don't, this is the no, home of Publix, buddy. There are no Kroger stores <laughs> No Kroger stores in Florida. I'd love to see Wegmans come to Florida. You want to check out a hell of a supermarket. Oof, I, I love when I'm up north and I, I can go into a Wegmans. You want to make a Jenkins sweat? Huh. You show them a Wegmans. <laughs> well, I know they've been in them. I mean, I just, you know, I would say, you know, Daddy, a, take, let's get out of here right away. Take, take, take a look at the Wegmans stores, you know. We don't want the Florida people to know how yeah. nice this Wegmans uh, is. Yeah, but Kroger, those trucks, I see them all over the place. And they're doing, like, food delivery, but you wonder if they're going to build actual supermarkets. Hey, uh, I know what you're saying about the traffic light deal. Fester, I gave you an assignment last week to get a hold of, like, the traffic light engineer with the city of St. Petersburg last week. Folks, we're having an issue. 
and I sat behind Froggy for an extended, ridiculous amount of time. Yeah, you were driving kind of dangerous. No, I you were riding my butt. Well, Was that you? In you the, were flashing your lights at me in the office park when no no cars no traffic. I was like, we're, who's this a hole? We're in the office park, and you knew it was me behind <laughs> when you. When I saw the bli- when I saw it was blue lights, I knew it was you. What do you mean blue lights? Whatever those like expensive cars have those lights. Your lights are different, bright. They're LED. Yeah, LED. That's it. Your yeah. wife has the same damn headlights as mine. I just was like, "What is up with this?" Your kid? wife has an X5. Yeah, he doesn't drive in front of his wife yeah. at night. So uh, <laughs> I'm behind Froggy, and we sat at that damn traffic light again at MLK and Roosevelt. You know, we're heading south on MLK, and that traffic light, something changed like a month or two ago, and that whole light cycle's ridiculous. There'll be absolutely no cars going east-west on Roosevelt, and we're sitting at that light, and the other side is green for like three, four, five minutes. Like, what the hell is going on? So, Fester, last week I said... Get a hold of a city traffic engineer with the city of St. Petersburg and you know raise some hell. Yeah, this is a government entity we're working with, and uh, I found the department that we need to communicate with. However, you made no other. I saw you on the website. Yeah. I saw you on the website like on Thursday. It was Friday. And you, uh, was Friday. We, and you did nothing since, well, did you? You, you I, went to the website, but you didn't place any calls, I did you? I have significantly more information about this than anybody else in here. So okay, let's, well, let's... go ahead. Give me some information. I have to call some department in the city. that I don't even know if they care to even <laughs> Well, duh. I've got to call some department in the city. Duh. Yeah. That's what I told you to do. But you didn't. You went to the website last week, and I then you've I done to, nothing since. I have to file a ticket or something. It was like, call like, so, call somebody. Get somebody on the phone. I'll we call we, the mayor's we, office We broadcast in the public interest. I need somebody on the phone from the city of St. Petersburg Traffic Engineering Department. Oh, you know what sucks, and it happened to me this morning? What is one of the worst things that can happen to you first thing in the morning? Someone drives behind you and has bright lights on. on oh, you stop it. No. You're stepping bad. dog duty. I was in the office park with no cars. We're in the office park, and I was I flashed my lights at Froggy, and he's making a big stink over it. Okay. No. The worst thing in the world happened to me when you actually wake up five minutes before your alarm uh, clock goes off. Mm-hmm. I have that, that is today. the worst. I hate when that happens, and I don't know if that's indicative of just a lousy week and starting things on the wrong foot. But this morning, I consider it the one of the worst possible things that can happen in the morning. That or an airplane engine falling off the plane and crashing through the roof of your house like in Donnie Darko. But that's a whole different story. But uh, what are you snickering at? <laughs> Have you ever seen Dar- Donnie Darko? No, no. but uh, didn't that happen in Breaking Bad, too? Uh, no, there were two uh, airplanes that collided oh, that's because... Right. Jesse Pinkman's girlfriend, who OD'd on heroin, uh, her father was an air traffic controller and was right. Sad. Is that the storyline? Yeah, it was and was sad. all distracted. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was an air traffic controller, and t- two uh, commercial jets uh, ran into each other in the airspace over Albuquerque. That's right. And then the crap started raining down on the Walter White neighborhood. A lot of debris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, remember that? that? Yes, right. Fester. Get someone on the phone because I saw you went to the website yesterday and then you or on Friday and then you you did zero follow up on making phone calls. Listen, I'll tell you right now. 
I'll tell, you, is, I'll, no, I'll, I'll tell is, you right now. We're, we're taking this to city council. I, I, I tell, I'm going to tell you right now, 9 o'clock this morning, we're, we've got a long segment at 9 o'clock, and that's when crap typically opens up. 9 o'clock this morning, let's get on the phone and start dialing live on the air. I all say right? we go to a city council meeting and have you stand up. Yeah. Uh, yes, Mr. MJ. Uh, Stop making a mockery out of this. Just get the city traffic light engineer on the phone and find out who the hell changed the light cycle or if the computer glitched or if the timer changed and to change it back as we're sitting for a, a... There's just a ton of cars sitting at the traffic light every morning for minutes and minutes and minutes while the other side <laughs> has a green light and no cars are going. You understand how much government doesn't care about yeah, you. All right. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, I, I'm starting to realize how much you don't care yeah. because you don't follow oh, up on Jesus. anything. All right, 609, just getting rolling. No, I'm serious. Let's call it. What do you mean? You tell me to shut up. I said, come on. Nine, no. nine o'clock this morning. Let's get him on the phone. That's all I'm saying. What do you mean unbelievable? That's why you follow through with something. Stay at your traffic light. All right. 609 at the MJ Morning Show. This is the MJ Morning Show podcast. Backstagecountry.com. Your online home for all things country music. Award-winning movies often have incredible soundtracks, and many of those have gone on to become country gold. We've picked our top five country songs that have been nominated for an Oscar. Text OSCAR to 45911 to see if your favorite made the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text OSCAR to 45911, and we'll send the link straight to your phone. Thanks for listening to the MJ Morning Show podcast. MJ Morning Show on Q105, rolling up on 620 here on a Monday morning as we launch a whole new MJ Morning Show broadcast week. Froggy, did you make a little uh, snide comment? Did you call my dogs werewolves yesterday? Oh, I was just a little joke, but they are just so loud. Uh, Why you, don't you get a hold of those things? <laughs> did, you, did you comment on... Yes, I did comment. Because it was, was outrageous. Well, hang on, let me finish my sentence. Did you come in on Saturday or, let's see, I saw it yesterday. Probably Saturday. But yeah. I think it was, you know, uh, on Saturday and Sunday, uh, I do five-mile walks. So, I don't know about you, Fessy. Did you walk 10 miles this weekend? I drove 10 <laughs> miles. I, I had those 10 miles in by, like, you know, 10 o'clock Saturday morning. You had you 10 got. miles of pasta over the weekend, Ooh, didn't you? I wish. <laughs> It's actually not. Is that 10 miles of pasta? I wonder how much that would be. If you stretch like yeah. strands of spaghetti, you know, if you have a little like little penne, that, that would take a whole no, lot longer. I'm talking spaghetti. But if you take strands of spaghetti, how much spaghetti would you need to stretch it out 10 miles? Very, you know, I, I need to I mean, get just, on that. Just one strand of 10 mile angel hair. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be a really impressive bowl. I mean, <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be a lot. It'd be yeah. a lot of sucking. You know, when you do cook angel hair, now I don't know how we're getting off on a freaking pasta tangent here, but when you cook a pound of angel hair, and you can only do angel hair for like two minutes, or else you just frig it up into a nasty, just mushy crap mess and you know me and pasta if you overcook pasta i'm sorry you're uh, public enemy number one if you over if you overcook it and it's a mushy pasta's got to have a bite it's called as you know al dente al dente mm-hmm. and you know it's like a crunch to the tooth you know it's got to be al dente and I, when i say crunch it, it it's not like you're eating a raw noodle but there ought to be a little bit of a bite you know, the way I look at pasta is if, let's say, you take like a rigatoni or a penne 
is if you do bite it, you should look inside and there should be the thinnest, like almost like the edge of a piece of paper of uncooked in the middle. You know what I'm talking about, Fester? Yeah, I know. Well, you're you're Italian, and, and Froggy, you're Italian as well. I'm sure, yeah. Just the lower half, right? I mean, do you guys have as much of an affinity and affection for properly cooked pasta Not me. As, as I do? I'll oh, so anything. you'll go with the, the crummy Ronzoni uh, uh, overcooked mess? Dude, I had a cup of noodle for dinner last <laughs> night, right? <laughs> I was about to say... I care say, about MJ, pasta. In the last three, <laughs> probably last five years, I've eaten five times as much ramen yeah. as I have. Oh, I love ramen. I know, but I'm telling you. I've but eaten- see, my ramen, I got to have ramen that has that. Of course. Bite. <laughs> Al dente. Al dente bite. No, no, I, I do like a bite with, with my ramen as well. But ramen has to have that certain... It's almost like a mouth-watering, like a tang. Do you know what I'm talking about? A ramen noodle should have the tang to it. Mm. I've never heard it described like that. Well, it's a certain kind of a, mm, mm, it's a, it's almost like a salivary gland inducing, I don't know what that flavor. Like an umami? What? Umami. Umami umami is a certain way to cook. Uh, It's a certain type of cooking. Um, What are those taste buds of yours on the back of... Way back of your tongue. I don't know. I, yeah, there's like I, I don't sweet, have the, sour. I don't, I, yeah, and- I know that we have different taste buds in the mouth, but I don't have a. I don't have like a map to which taste buds are where. You don't. I don't remember like where sweet and sour. What's I, What's right up front? What I you, wish I never brought up ten miles sal- of pasta. <laughs> salty is right on the tip of your tongue. <laughs> that, okay, I was gonna say I, it and, was either sweet or salty on the tip. And then and then bitter is on, oh actually bitter is in the back. Bitter's of your in throat. the back. And then I guess umami is like. All over it. Mm, Hold on. Is, is there a part of, there's no part of the tongue called umami. There absolutely is. Is, is. There, is there? Yeah. Where's the udaddy? She's looking <laughs> at like maps of tongues right now. Because <laughs> on, on, on my Japanese rice cooker, I've got a zojirushi uh, rice cooker because I love to make Japanese koshikari short grain sticky rice. And uh, there's an umami setting. And I know that umami is a, a type of Japanese cooking style. Anyway, hey, so where was I? Oh, back to my dogs. Right. That's how we got off on the tangent is I posted a video. My dogs were going nuts and Fester just brought up the video. Let me play the audio. This is on Saturday. Oh, I know how it happened because I was talking about on weeknights. I do a two mile walk and then on Saturday and Sunday each day, I'll do a 5.1 mile walk. And I did one on Saturday and then I did one yesterday so i had a total of uh over 10 miles of of walking and i was walking and i walk with the dogs dogs love it and they're on squirrel hunts and you know if you walk with the dogs you know, like just before dusk then the squirrels are all out they're like i guess they're doing their last minute uh, you know gathering get, of acorns wh- whatever the hell they do and they love going on the walk well Guess what? We're walking in the neighborhood, and I saw a hood rat. <laughs> we're in the we're in the hood, and there was a hood rat. <laughs> I mean, there was really a rat. And this is the audio because as we're walking, the, um, they're pulling me, and they saw it before I saw it. There was just a dead rat, like a foot off of the curb in the grass. And this is what it sounded like. Oh, guys, you can't have it. No, 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 you can't. You can't. No, no, no. no. 
So <laughs> she sounds like they're being like attacked by a coyote. Oh my! So Froggy, he comments on my Instagram post. Froggy writes, "Get control of those werewolves, or whatever the hell you said." Dude, what do those things sound like? Doesn't even sound like. I mean, that's not how a Jack Russell's supposed to sound. No, is it? that's uh, yeah. Jack Russell's going after their target, whether it's. Like a like the Jack Russell the try what, what, what we did it once with our other Jack Russells years ago where they have the mechanical reel that pulls like the <laughs> fake rabbit across the the grass and the Jack Russells run after them. Mm. Oh yeah, they they'll make all kinds of noise or at least my and whenever my dog sees squirrels, it's the same thing. But here is just a dead rat, man. I tell you what. To them, that little dead rat on the side of the road. The video's up on my on my Instagram. If you haven't seen it, and if you don't follow me on Instagram, give me a follow. Certified MJ Radio. If you want to see the dogs going nuts for this, this hood rat in my neighborhood, go to my Instagram. My personal Instagram is Certified MJ Radio, and you can see what this looked like. Oh, guys, you can't have it. No, no, no. You can't. You can't. No, 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 no. <laughs> so they're, <laughs> they're trying to grab this this rat. What would they have done if they grabbed it? Yeah, just tore it to shreds? Oh, they'll, yeah. But you know what? I couldn't let them have it because did that rat die from... Well, first of all, you don't want your dog grabbing no. like a potentially diseased rat. I don't know if it's got like bubonic plague or something. Yeah, good call. Or, or rabies. Or, uh, well, that's another possibility, I would imagine. Or most likely... The rat was poisoned, maybe. Maybe somebody had a rat trap out. The rat mm. got poisoned. And I don't want my dogs getting a hold of a rat that might have poison in it. But anyway, there are actually, for the early crowd, there's a, there are actually a, a number of uh, videos up on my Instagram. And including, don't we have Pinellas County? Is is Hillsborough back to school today and Pinellas? Yeah. Yeah. So today's right. the first day back for those two counties. All right. So both big counties in the Tampa Bay area, kids are back to school today. So listening patterns are, are back to normal because last week, you know, we didn't have as many, you know, moms and dads maybe listening because the kids weren't in school last week. So uh, actually, there are like three good videos on my. Instagram, Certified MJ Radio. If you don't follow me, give me a follow because you never know what the hell's going to pop up. So I have this spoof that the whole family did driving from Whistler down to Vancouver a little over a week ago, and we spoofed the Chevy commercial where they're singing everywhere. I, I want to be with you. Every, every. So we did We did that whole... Did that sound anemic? It sounded a little wimpy. That, that might have sounded a little wimpy. But we... Julian shot and edited this incredible spoof of that Chevy commercial. And we're just kind of lip syncing and then mixing in some actual real audio. And that video is up again, certified MJ radio. And then what else was there? There's the, the rat picture and, uh, oh, and then the update on my contract. So uh, a bunch of videos right in the early portion of my uh, Instagram certified MJ radio for the early crowd. Roxanne, can I ask you, you said something to me, mm -hmm. I don't know what it was you said to me, oh, Tom Cruise. Yeah, no, I just said that to you Yeah, because I, I was, you guys were out of the room, Fester and Froggy were not here, and Roxanne was in the room, uh, and I'm just laying out papers, I'm going through just my final checklist of kind of laying out, 
I have all my material for the show, but I just kind of I like to see where things fall, you know, at, at you know, just before the show or in the beginning of the show and kind of lay things out and and get a feel for, you know, the flow of the program. And you were talking to me, but I was kind of focused on laying things out. And you said something about, did you run into Tom Cruise? No, 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 I did not. But he was dining at the Pelican Golf Club. He was dining? Dining, eating dinner. Oh, I thought you said diming. No, he was diming there. I thought he was (laughs) buying dime bags or something. Well, that's diming. Selling drugs outside (laughs) of the Pelican Club. He was... was so eating Tom, dinner, eating food. Tom Cruise was yes. dining at what? At the Pelican Golf and Country Club. What? I don't know what that is. What that's, is that? That's in Bel Air. Okay. Ooh. And so they had a big golf tournament there over the weekend on Saturday. And then I guess he he had nothing to do with the golf tournament. But then he was there eating dinner that night. And how do you know this? Some friend of of Doug's called him and told him, and and so he he spotted him. So a friend of Dig Doug. Mm-hmm. Called Doug and said, "Hey, I'm at the Pelican Brief Country Club, and <laughs> it's not the Pelican and, Brief. Well, that's a movie. But Tom Cruise was in that movie. Oh, yeah. that's right. He was. <laughs> hey, work with me here. Yeah. Come on, keep up. Come on, come on. All right. So Tom Cruise and he lives in Clearwater. Yeah, right? so that's not a stretch. Yeah, is, is he here most of? The, I don't know what Tom Cruise's schedule is." Other than apparently he drives his car into his building and an elevator takes him up. Yeah, that's true. Jeez. Right, he has his own little ele- car elevator or something or whatever the story it's is. It's called the Kelevator. The the, the Cruisevator, whatever it is. All right, so Tom Cruise was at the Pelican Club in Bel Air. Yes. Having eating, dinner. Yep. I don't know who he was with. I didn't get any details beyond that. I just know that, yeah. He was with L. Ron Hubbard. Yes. David and, Miscavige. And, and the Martians and the, the Spaceman or whatever, the, the Thetans or I don't know, whatever they call them. He was with David Miscavige's wife. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, you know what? Let's bring this up earlier, uh, later. Okay. Let's, let's bring it up See earlier. Spotted him? Yeah, let's go back in time. We'll bring this up <laughs> earlier, later, okay? No, we ought to talk about this later and see if we can, you know, maybe find someone that maybe was yeah. there. And saw Tom Cruise. Maybe we can get a report about his dining habits. I'd like to know that. Yeah, exactly. All right, but first we'll do early morons in the news, man. We got a pretty classic pile today. If you want to feel good about yourself, because there's no way you could possibly feel worse about the morons we're about to deliver, that's next on the MJ Morning Show here on Q105. This is the MJ Morning Show podcast. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Wondering who made our list of the top five all-time queens of country music? Did Carrie Underwood make the cut? Find out now when you text Queens to 45911 and scroll through the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text Queens to 45911 to see the talented artists who rounded out our top five list. Thanks for listening to the MJ Morning Show podcast. Oh, wait a second. I I made an error. I made a grievous movie error and... When uh, I need to correct myself, I'll be the first one to correct myself. But I was actually corrected first by Roxanne. And Roxanne, you didn't know this, but no. I, I guess a texter or tech. How many texters rolled in on it? Uh, just a couple. 
you know, just I, the early morning movie buffs. I, so I was called out because uh, I said that Tom Cruise was in the Pelican Brief, and no, Tom it, Cruise was in The Firm is where Tom Cruise was. Yes, he was in The Firm, and The Pelican right. Brief starred Julia I, Roberts, right. Denzel Washington. Uh, Maybe you mixed him up with that Tony Goldwyn actor. No, I just mixed, no, no I just mixed up John Grisham novels that became <laughs> movies. That's... That's well, it. Maybe you mix them up with a very obscure actor you've never heard of before. <laughs> maybe Roxanne's right. I have no idea. Who the hell? What did you just say? Probably a foot tall. Who, who, it, did, it who did you just say? Tony Goldwyn. All right. It was, I have no idea. Who the hell is that? It obviously was a Grisham mix-up. Yeah, okay, it was a Grisham mix-up. Still, MJ was wrong, which we all want to point out every time MJ's wrong. Right, and listen, I'm the first I'm the one that just brought it up that I'm wrong. So right. you, were, you were thinking of The Firm. You know what the best thing I learned from the movie The Firm was? If you want to tell someone something that's a real big secret, go get in the shower. Was that in the? I saw the firm years and years ago. Yeah, that's so what I, they did. They got in the shower when they had to talk privately. Really? Yeah. Uh, With no clothes on to make sure <laughs> yeah. they weren't bugged up and yeah. wired up. Yeah. Is that it? Just to be in the shower with the shower water running, there are cameras the, in there. All uh, the other sound, you can't really right. pick it up, right? All right? For those that are just listening now and you missed the setup and why I'm like self-correcting over here is because we were talking about Roxanne getting some intel over the weekend that Tom Cruise was dining at some golf club called what, Pelican what? Mm-hmm. The Pelican Golf Club. The Pelican Golf Club in Pinellas it's, in Bel Air? Right, it's the redone. It used to be the Bel Air Golf and Country Club, and now they've oh, oh, so yes, it's the bought, same, bought they, out. And then yes. they changed the name? Yes. yes. Come to our country club in Bel Air. Right, <laughs> so uh, I, I thought I was being clever by saying that Tom Cruise was spotted having dinner at the Pelican. Then I said, oh, yeah, the Pelican brief. But Do you I, know if he was having a cocktail? <laughs> <laughs> was Kokomo playing in the background? Pretty funny. Uh, I mean, I can't think of any other. Isn't Tom Kokomo movie. from the cocktail movie oh, soundtrack? Yes. yes. One of the best soundtracks ever. Was Fabulous Thunderbirds like tough enough on that as well? No, but Montego Bay was. Oh, why don't we go to Montego Bay? Great movie. Yeah. Hey, Festa, bring up the track list for the oh, powerful, powerful stuff. stuff. Yeah, that was the... Uh, Hold on. Show more. Bring them all up. It's such a good soundtrack. One of my faves. Yeah. Oh, my, oh don't worry. Be happy. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Oh, that's your favorite. I, I would rather throw myself in front of a train than hear Bobby McFerrin, Don't Worry, Be Happy. Yeah, is this the whole... Uh, um, yeah. yeah. All right, start. Turn, all right, turn that off. You know, I, he does all hey, that with his I mouth. Can, I can push the button and shut your room off, Andrew. That's you know test what, him, Andrew. Give him you're test. on restriction for the rest of the show. You're not talking. I'm ter- I'm keeping your room off for the whole rest of the show. Wow. You're not you're not coming on with anything else. All right. So the cocktail movie soundtrack was powerful stuff by the Thunderbirds. Not tough enough, but that was another one of their songs. Then, uh, hi- oh, hippie hippie shake. Remember the Georgia Satellites? Yeah, that's when they're at the bar. Was that uh, Georgia Satellites? They also did keep your hands to yourself, right? The big Me Too movement song. Yeah, keep your <laughs> yeah. hands to yourself. And then Bobby McFerrin's on the soundtrack. And then uh, Tutti Fruity by Little Richard. And I'm just doing the ones that uh, people know. And then Kokomo by the Beach Boys was on that soundtrack. All right, you guys ready for early morons in the news? Yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, no particular order, just a, a whole lot of stuff. 
a porch pirate in Tulsa, Oklahoma, has done something to conceal their face that, uh, you know, a, a typical, like, COVID mask. And, you know, we got the new variant, this new Omicron, I don't know, the whatever the hell they're calling it. You know, so there are plenty of these masks that are out there, but this porch pirate over the weekend decided that he was going to obscure his face with women's underwear. Listen, it works. <laughs> well, how the hell do you know? Not if it's like a teaback or something, you can see his whole face. Well, if it's like granny panties. Yeah, if you well, get granny panties, oh, man, yeah. granny panties will cover uh, you whole know head. a whole third grade class, actually. Yeah, so cops in Tulsa, Oklahoma, they have busted, they cuffed up good, a porch pirate this past weekend, stole a package, and in the commission of the crime of stealing the package on somebody's porch, the concealment technique was women's underwear trying to hide his face. Yeah, security camera... Did get it all on video. A cop recognized him. You know what happens? And I've been on a ton of these ride-alongs over the years. You know, I do ride-alongs with the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office. And, you know, the cops that or the deputies that work the certain beats, they know the bad actors in the neighborhood. They know by name. Oh, you'll you'll be driving down the road and Carl will be coming. Oh, that's so-and-so. They'll call him up by name. And then they'll go over the rap sheet. Yeah, busted them for this, 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 and this. Yeah, they were selling, uh, you know, marijuana or selling, you know, uh, uh, crystal meth or whatever. So they they know the names of these individuals. Turned out in Tulsa, uh, Tulsa, this jack wagon that was stealing packages off people's porches. This guy had a red pair of women's underwear covering his face, right, and these are very thongy. Yes, they are. they are. Yeah, I mean, we were talking. We were speculating. Now that I see the so photographs, smaller thongy underwear might not do the best job in concealing your face, you moron. That's why we call it morons in the news. I, I have a question for everyone in this yeah. room, and I need an honest answer. Mm-hmm. When you got, when we were all going through COVID times, and you had to wear a mask everywhere you went in, did anyone ever go to a store or something, forget their mask, and entertain? wearing underwear <laughs> in, to cover their face. No. It works like a mask. It would. No. Why, why would I have underwear in my vehicle? I, mean, or, I don't know. Maybe you what, take, take it. What, off. take it off? Would I, would I take off you, the one I'm wearing now? Is that what you're suggesting? Because we, you don't, we don't drive around with extra. Do you drive around with extra underwear? Well, I actually do, but those, well, those oh, for my oh, children. Oh, for my oh, children. For oh, my children. Not mine. Oh, not for myself. I was say. You for have kids. extra kids underwear in the car? Yeah, it's like a what, like a, like a first aid kit item. Yeah, so know. in case they they uh, you know they have an accident, yep. is that I it? I mean, they're still little. Yeah, we went on a trip is. on Friday. We took changes of clothes just in case for the kids. Yeah, yeah no, I've never contemplated using underwear as a face mask. No, no, I have not. Have you? No. So why would you bring that up? Because it's the same shape. Well, not the thong. It's, it's not the same shape. Yeah, I mean, it actually has the straps over your ears as the leg holes and then the crotch for your face. So, yeah, it's it's the same sort of. <laughs> You'd have to wear it upside down because. You could uh, use the easy access fly to eat like a burger. Yeah, You could stop mm. like at a, a Burger King or something and you could like in a guy's pair of 
underwear with the easy access fly little <laughs> pouch thing. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You can just, just peel that back. You uh-huh. can shove your food. Right. Shove your uh, your nuggets great, right in there. Great for sporting events when you're sitting there <laughs> eating popcorn or pretzel. Yes. Want to sip through a straw, just drink right your the- beer right through it. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, so anyway, this uh, moron uh, was uh, porch pirating and his concealment tactic underwear, red ladies' panties across his face. Anyway, security uh, camera caught the guy on video. Cop recognized him. And I guess he had also used panties over his face. I mean, if you want to conceal yourself, the the whole COVID mask thing is a perfect concealment. I mean, that covers the bulk of your face. I mean, I don't want to give out any crime tips here. You can wear two or three masks and almost cover your whole but head. if you're stealing packages, which I abhor, and I think it's just a, a low form of of you know criminality is to I mean just thieve and steal people's packages up their off their porches. If you've done this repeatedly, you've got to be a real imbecile to on numerous occasions wear women's panties over your face instead of wearing a larger type surgical mask or one of those N95s or a a KF94 or whatever to cover your face. Why not? If you got to go to for a clothing article over your face, you go for the stocking. And you know, with with COVID, and and you know, we get this new variant now, and uh, cases are ticking up. That's just a fact of life. Uh, I mean, there was a, an excuse for people to like wear masks in businesses and banks, for instance. Yes. So I mean, this guy's just a, a complete idiot. A uh, guy's name is uh, Spencer Gowler, G O U G L E R Gowler. I would imagine. So cops uh, identified him. They showed up at his house, wouldn't let him in until they got a warrant. They did get a warrant. Then he finally surrendered. Didn't pull on Antonio Brown and not come out of the house. And stay holed up there for, for weeks on end. Uh, and then the Tulsa, Oklahoma Police Department made fun of this bozo on their Facebook page. And they called the underwear a, quote, unusual and questionably effective mask. Anyways, uh, facing multiple charges for larceny, grand larceny, knowingly concealing stolen property. Anyway, the guy's in uh, some trouble, and he was captured. And I, in no way am I giving any facial concealment <laughs> tips here. All right. Have you seen any episodes of Tulsa King yet? I have not. Can you hold on to that thought so we don't get too late here? That's Tulsa King. You don't know about Tulsa King? I've no. heard. I've heard of it. It's on my list. I, I, it's. I've heard of it. I believe it's on my list as well. I can check. You know, I'm looking for the next series to watch. All right, hold on. I got to continue with morons in the news next. You see the guy doing backflips at a DUI stop? That's talent. Yeah, jeez. All right, we got some uh, daycare issues. I got a. You know about the beer and the five month old. Oh boy. Uh, oh boy is right. All right, hang on. We got a lot next here on the MJ Mornings. Don't move because the morons just get moronier from here. Even more morony from here. Uh, so we're back in a second. This is the MJ Morning Show podcast. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. 
Lainey Wilson is on a roll. She's delivering great music and teaming up with some of country's hottest acts. Text Lainey to 45911 to see which four Lainey Wilson collabs have us talking at BackstageCountry.com. Text Lainey to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from BackstageCountry.com. Thanks for listening to the MJ Morning Show podcast. MJ Morning Show, it is Q105. MJ here with Roxanne and Froggy Fester. Oh, did I hear that Froggy was going to roll out... Uh, what a truth booth! It's been a while. We haven't done the truth booth in a long time. Froggy, are you planning on? Do- Froggy's just walking back in. Yes. Are you planning on doing a truth booth later on today? Oh, me and Hal got together yesterday oh, for the yeah. first time in a while. He just got uh, back out of rehab. Well, what, would you guys meet like for brunch or something? Yeah, Hooters. And uh, we just came up with some questions. You wanted to do? I would have met booth. Hal at El Cap on Fourth Street for a good old El Cap burger. That's, That's what I would have done. He's allergic to meat, <laughs> so we went and had some chicken. Uh, so, so Froggy's little Hal Herman character. So this will be the first Truth Booth of 2023. Yeah, and guess who actually this go in the actually hold on. This will be the first Truth Booth in in months. You haven't done this in a long time. That's the well, truth. the depression connection sort of took over. In for fact, Hal's kind of slacking off for the last couple of months. Uh, don't I'm, piss off, uh, on, Hal. I'm just saying. Listen, Hal just been slacking off on a lot of these little little game shows that he likes to do. You Hold know, on. he's had some family issues. He's been in rehab. Will you guys cut the crap with <laughs> yeah. this? He's, he's had some issues. <laughs> His wife left him. It's, come on, give Hal a break. His girlfriend <laughs> left him. His boyfriend left him. And his him. dog died yesterday. And he had he has drug problems, right? Right. Yeah. Yes. What's his drug problem? Is it everything or what? Everything. everything. Well, he likes meth. Oh, he's, a, he's a meth smoker. <laughs> you can tell. All angel dust. All right, so Froggy's got a truth booth. And we'll do it. Probably during, we'll do it during the long segment. So coming up after seven thirty or you so. You said guess who's in it. Guess who's in what? The, the truth booth. booth. Oh, it's specifically yeah. for one person. Okay. Oh, it's not like for the whole. We're not doing a round robin. Where no, 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 no. This is this is going to be one specific victim. Do you want to tell us who the specific subject or target is, or do you want to keep that? I want to wait. A surprise, surprise, surprise. Is just pers- just know it's going to get. Awkward. Is the person in this room, or yes. do you have to call them? Oh, well. the person is in this room as we speak. All right, Truth Booth is coming up in just a bit. All right, finishing up with the early morons in the news. Andrew, were you able to find the video, or is it on stories we mentioned? Where do you have it? It's not posted yet. All right, but where is it going to be? Did you find it? I haven't found the video that I can use yet, so... He's working on it. All right, so if worse comes to worse, we'll post it in stories mentioned on the MJ Morning Show. Hold on, we'll get it. Well, I'm sure we'll have it momentarily so you can see the video. Guy's pulled over for DUI, and the subject does a backflip. I mean, standing there literally does an in-place backflip right in front of the cop that pulled him over for DUI. Well, I think that would prove your sobriety. Yeah, this happened in the Cleveland area, and he wanted to try to prove to cops that, hey, he's sober, he's not drunk, so the suspected drunk driver does a backflip, and it's caught on, you know, body cam video. Tanner Watson is this guy's name, and he was caught on video. The video was just released, 
And it was about a month ago during his arrest, 27-year-old was pulled over driving a Ram 1500 pickup truck, yeah. pulled over for speeding. Then the officer suspected that he was under the influence. And while he was standing there and he's about to do some field sobriety uh, tests, <laughs> he does an in-place. Have you ever known anyone who can do that? That you're standing there and then you just jump up and do like a mid-air backflip, somersault kind of thing? I went to grade school with a kid who did it and all the girls thought it was so cool and he thought he was so uh, cool. He, he got all the all the babes? Yeah, and I'm it? like, Mom, I want to do gymnastics so I can learn to do a flip. <laughs> and then I did it one day and I'm like, this sucks. Wait a minute, you were like a male gymnastics student? Yeah, for like one day. You went to one of those <laughs> gymnastic places? Yeah. Where it's all girls, but Froggy, you're the only guy there? Yeah, me with my... Pear-shaped body, ready to do some rolls. <laughs> did you? Did you wear like a bodysuit, like the, like the? What was no, the? I had a what, was the what was the? What was the? What was the skating movie with with Will uh, Ferrell? Blades of Glory. There you go. <laughs> I wore a leotard. Yeah. <laughs> of course. So you should have seen uh, me on the pommel horse. The, <laughs> did on you, that one day? Did you were... really do gymnastics for one day? Yes. Same thing with karate. Yeah. One day. We used to take Chloe, like, like when she was, I don't know, like four, five, six years old. The floors. We took, yeah, yeah. yeah it was like, like La Fo- exactly. That's where I, that's where I went. <laughs> really? For one day. <laughs> His mom paid for three classes. Is, he still has a credit there. Is LaFleur still around? Oh, yeah. absolutely. They My are, kids took yeah. oh, swimming they, lessons really? there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we took Chloe there years ago. Yeah. Uh, she, had a, she had a good time. Great place. So the police pull this guy over and then Watson tells the you know, the, the police will ask you, if you're pulled over for suspected DUI, you know, they'll ask, have you been drinking? How much have you had? And he gave them, oh, uh, anywhere between two and four beers. You know, the most common answer. What do you think the number one answer on the board is when police pull somebody over? What do you think the number one answer is? Uh, Something like, how many beers have you had? Uh, I don't know, two, three beers? Uh, a couple. Yeah, yeah. A couple. A it's couple. Like, like, couple like two beers. I think, mm-hmm. I think that's number one answer on the board in family. Yeah, I think that's number one. Like, I had two beers. Because I think if you say, I had a beer, that sounds like a lie. Yeah, maybe so. So, cops are listening to this guy. says, yeah, between two and four beers. Uh, The officer that performed the traffic stop said, "Eh, you know what, I think maybe you had a little more than that. The cop says, uh, your driving is pretty bad. We've got the actual audio. You want to hear the you want to hear the audio from the video from the backflip? Oh yeah. All right, here we go. So this is again, this is the Cleveland area up in uh, Ohio. Sure, sure thing, man. <laughs> That's good, man. That's pretty good. You, you can actually hear the 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 flip the, sound, right? Yeah. The, the yeah. I'll roll it again. Here we go. Listen. Sure, sure thing, man. <laughs> that that yeah, little clump landing. clump, that was like the landing. Yeah, he stuck the landing you know as well. What? I'm just going to let you go. <laughs> I mean, what do you think? That was a 9.1. Wow. <laughs> Here's a whole year, buddy. No. That's good, man. That's pretty good. That's a, yeah. I can't do that. I'll tell you that. This is my own line. You know? Yeah. So I'm asking you, what do you want me to do as a straight line? So the cop asks him to walk a straight line, you know, do the heel to toe. And instead of doing that, he does a backflip to try to prove his sobriety. Yeah, I'd imagine he's been doing backflips his whole life. Yeah, I'd let him go. 
I mean, was, it, was he sober? He's talking about, you don't let him go. <laughs> he can do a backflip. It doesn't matter. The guy was a menace on the road. Yeah. He was speeding. He was weaving. You don't let the guy go. He stuck the landing. It doesn't matter. <laughs> He's drunk. Can he do it sober? Have Probably you not. Psychedelic drugs today, man. No, I'm not. <laughs> All right. I'm just... Have you done any psychedelic drugs today? Got to be straightforward with you, bro. Tanner, you're going to start. Last foot. <laughs> Tanner. I'm asking you. Tanner. Last foot. I don't have to raise my voice even higher. Do you have any proof for that? Or... Tanner, I, I, I... you can't tell me what a straight line is. I think that's. No, no. I, I think that's pretty solid proof. No, All I right. asked too many times. I got you. Plus, he listen to his voice. He's like. <laughs> Anyway, he did his little backflip there that didn't quite work. Um, uh, he was uh, arrested for uh, driving under the influence. Oh, the cops should have had him do cartwheels. See how back, <laughs> backflip guys think they're, like, untouchable. <laughs> they I think they're so great. Uh, he's arguing with the cop about what a straight line is. You just heard that. Uh, ultimately, uh, he I think he wore out his welcome, and he was uh, cuffed and stuffed in the backseat of the car. And do we know what his... What he- I guess he didn't blow. Or did uh, he blow? I don't have that. So okay. the story that I have doesn't say whether he actually blew, and so we don't have a blood alcohol content. But as he was being placed in the back of the patrol car, he asked the officer if he had any proof that he was drunk. And the cop says, "You can't tell me what a straight line is. You probably you heard that audio." And he was jailed on a charge of operating vehicle impaired, and then cited for speeding. And uh, there we go. It's the back flipping uh, DUI suspect. I right, this is a Dumb, dumb criminal. I don't know whether the guy was illiterate, but if you just read a sign, it might uh, thwart all kinds of problems. This guy robs a business when clearly posted on the front door, it says cash only. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Credit Uh, uh, credit card and debit only. Uh, No cash. No cash. No cash. Yeah. Yeah. So this this burglar in Chicago, he tries to stick up a cashless. Uh, they have a sign on the door that says no cash. The sign on the door says credit and debit only. And this guy tries to hold up the pizza parlor. That's no cash. Don't sometimes, and I don't want to give away any secrets here, but I'm just thinking maybe people put those up as a way to deter people like hey let's put up the no cash sign but then you have the businesses that are cash only right and they don't want to mess around with the credit card fees of two or three percent or the taxes you know and (laughs) hey listen when when you have an all cash business guess what listen the the first thing i think of when i hit like an all cash business and i'm trying to think the last one that i actually visited i've been to some all cash places and the first thing you think of is, oh, man, they're, they're just trying to pocket cash and, you know, hide. Or launder, right? Hide revenue. Not necessarily laundering, but just hiding cash from the IRS. That's like the first thing I think of when you come across one of these all cash, only cash businesses. In this case, in Chicago, this was a cashless business. So listen to this. You're going to love this. Do you know how some restaurants will have, like, their first uh, dollars posted? Right. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Yes. Love that. Guy stole that. Aww. <laughs> and then there was a frame. There was some kind of a picture frame 
that had, uh, I guess, lucky 20s and 50s inside a picture frame. Are you just begging for so that to get stolen? The guy rips off the picture frame with the money and then, I guess, stole some of their, like, first... Uh, I don't know if people do that much anymore. That seemed to be, like, a northern thing where you they scotch tape like, their first dollar the to first the wall dollar. that they ever made in the business. I haven't seen that in a long time. I don't know if I've seen that locally in a long time. But Chicago Pizzeria was burgled... Even though there are signs on the front door that say, uh, we do not take cash. We're a cashless business. Sounds like you got 70 bucks. It's a pretty good hit. Nice haul. Yeah. Owner George Bombaris, B-U-M-B-A-R-I-S. Here comes the Bombaris. The the frame display of the lucky 20s and 50s was sentimental. And it was money that was never meant to be spent. And the crook makes off with that as well. Not cool. Yeah, what a what a bozo. Hey, maybe the guy was illiterate, is, is what I'm thinking. I mean, the guy has 70 bucks right there for everybody to see. Of course I'm going to take it if I'm a thief. All right. Uh, when we get back, we'll start the long chunk of the MJ Morning Show. Uh, Tom Brady was visibly not happy yesterday with being pulled out of the game. Uh, but I thought I read that he was told that he wasn't going to play any of the game, but then he... He was asked not to suit up. Yes, but then he protested, and then he started, and then he got pulled. Anyway, we'll get it to Tom Brady coming up in just a bit. Oh, calories. Have you heard the latest on calories? No. Oh, you're going to want to hear this. And then uh, we got to talk about bachelor and bachelorette parties. Uh, Is there really a sea change? Oh, and speaking of football, tasteless, absolutely tasteless. Something happened in the NFL yesterday. All that's on the way here momentarily on the MJ Morning Show on Q105. Don't move. We're back in minutes. This is the MJ Morning Show podcast. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Award-winning movies often have incredible soundtracks, and many of those have gone on to become country gold. We've picked our top five country songs that have been nominated for an Oscar. Text OSCAR to 45911 to see if your favorite made the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text OSCAR to 45911, and we'll send the link straight to your phone. Thanks for listening to the MJ Morning Show podcast. MJ Morning Show, this is Q105. Uh, what's this little communication going on between Roxanne and Fester? Would you like to share, guys? Uh, yeah, we've uh, just noticed, even though we've been broadcasting together for an hour and 24 minutes. Oh, this I morning, thought you were going to say we've been broadcasting together since. October 5th of 2020. Now, today, over two years. We've been together almost an hour and a okay, half. Yep. And we've been on the show. We've been yeah. talking yeah. back and forth. But Roxanne and I have not given each other a proper hello greeting. It's oh, 100% correct. That was our first hello. What you just right. witnessed there is Fester's and I. First hello. You, you distracted we're, we're, me because we just played the Super Freak by Rick James. And of course, that was the basis for Can't Touch This by MC Hammer. And I think on the intro of the song, I said, don't touch this. Yeah, you did. I was about to self-correct myself. And then you, you guys are like involved in some kind of a... It was just, it was just, a, it was just a, a, a lip, a mouth hello. An acknowledgement. Uh, that was it. It's been a busy well, morning. It distracted me. Uh, I was about to talk about the great uh, MC Hammer song, don't touch this. 
Don't touch this. Don't touch this. Of course, it's it's can't touch this. Is it? Well, don't touch this is more appropriate to like me two times. It's the Harvey Weinstein version of the song. All right, seven twenty five here at the MJ Morning Show, and. We start now the long, long chunk of the MJ Morning Show. Hey, can I offer up a tip quickly? Sure. If there are, now, I don't know if, if well, maybe some are already at work. Uh, daycare workers. So people that work at daycare centers, you know, watching the kids. I would imagine it's 725 now, so a lot of them are probably already at the daycares. Like, Roxanne, you've got small kids. Yeah. What is the window that daycare centers start taking kids in the morning? I, I'm not exactly sure, but I think, you know, my, my child goes to preschool, and she gets there at 9 o'clock. Dude, some kids, you know, because the but, parents and their work, some kids are dropped off at like 6, well, 30 yeah, in the that's, morning. That's yeah. the point I'm trying yeah. to make. Yeah. Uh, 9 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> people have to be at work at 8 o'clock right, or, or 8.30 or 9 o'clock. Everybody so, has a different schedule. All right, so daycare centers are open early. I just didn't know. Yeah, if, very early. I don't know if they were like all open at 6 a.m., 6.30. You know, whatever the earliest drop-off is for the kid. So I don't know if I've missed the actual daycare center workers that are already at work. But I'll tell you what, there are parents listening that are going to drop their kids off at daycare. So maybe you can ask the daycare when you get there to make sure that they don't uh, tape your child to a chair to keep them still. What do, you, what do you think? Is that a is that a good is that a good tip? Is that a good request of a daycare center? Please don't tape my kid to a chair. What else are they going to do? What kind of tape? I mean, it all depends. Wasal Hood Abu Isa, 42, of Herndon, Virginia, which is up in you know northern Virginia, was arrested. <laughs> this was last week. Police said that she was seen by another employee at the Little Oaks Montessori Academy on Dulles Technology Drive. You know, uh, you know, Michelle's parents used to live in Herndon. And then that like changed the name of the town. You ever you ever heard of that happening? You ever heard of a name of a town is like it's the name for years, and then suddenly they decide to change the name, and then your where you live suddenly has an all new name. It's like I live in the city of Tampa. It'd be like if they change it to uh, uh, Coastal Bluff. <laughs> you know, still just as appropriate, yeah. I guess. Yeah, right? The city of Tampa is going to change their name to Coastal Bluff. Well, is there a city called like? Bill Cosby or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might be a good reason to change yeah. the city's name. Uh, no, but my my wife's parents, they used to live in Herndon, Virginia, and then suddenly it changed to like Oak something. Well, Herndon is a terrible name. Why is Herndon a terrible name? It's, it's, it's a name. It sounds like you're just Herndon. What? Herndon. It sounds too close to hernia. Yeah, it sounds too close to hernia, and it's just a hard. <laughs> it's, it's, you're going to, every time they're going to ask you to spell it. But her, where they lived, it was Herndon, and then it became Oak something Oak or other. Oak Grove? No, no, no. Oak, um... I'm looking at a map of Herndon, and there's a town called Oak Grove no, right it, next to it. I see that. Hold on. Click Did on. it get swallowed by Oak Grove? No, no. It's not Oak Grove. It, it was Oak something. I'm t- I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was Oak. It wasn't far from, like, Reston. It, it not, it's not far from Dulles. Um, I'm Oak l- Hill? Oak yeah, there it is. Where there it is. Oak, Oak Hill. Yep. To the All right. South. Fester just found it. Yeah. So it's Oak Hill. It, they used to be called Herndon, and then 
boom, suddenly they're called Oak Hill. It's like they split the town. There's still a Herndon. Yeah, there is a, Oak Hill below. Exactly. They still have Herndon, and then suddenly it becomes Oak Hill, Virginia. Anyway, where was I? Oh, what was? What the hell was that? Is that a dog? Is there a dog in the studio? Is there <laughs> Sounds a like a little Chihuahua. Yeah, is there a Chihuahua? Was that, was that a sneeze? Yeah, that was a sneeze. Did you roll over a Chihuahua? <laughs> That was Roxanne's sneeze. That was weird. Sounds like you just like it's like you just did a, a neuter on a chihuahua with no <laughs> anesthesia. Go! Woo! I thought uh, do that again. Go! <laughs> that's, that's what Excuse it sounded me. like. Go! That was a goofy sneeze, Roxanne. <laughs> I mean, is what that, are you the best sneezer in the world? What's a good sneeze? I'll tell you what, my chew. <laughs> my dad. My dad has a sneeze. <laughs> That is like as loud as a jet engine. Yeah. My dad has always had the most ridiculous. I mean, it's like a wind up and it's like a bah! I mean, it is the my dad has the craziest sneeze. Is it like a scream? It, it, you know what? It's sort of like a, it's crazy. Anyway, let me get back to the daycare center. Let me just finish this up. So just a little hot tip. You know, if you're dropping your kids off at daycare, maybe you should ask uh, the daycare uh, intake folks just to make sure that your kid doesn't get taped to a chair that day. So another teacher reported this other daycare employee for taping a kid to a chair, trying to restrain, listen to this, a year and a half old kid that wouldn't sit still. So the daycare center worker took tape. Now, we don't have Fester. That was a very good question. It's Froggy's question. Oh, I don't oh ask who asked? Question. What kind of tape? Oh, that yes. was me, yes. Like, I don't have whether it was the clear box tape. I don't know whether it was blue painter's tape or the green frog tape That's or strong. whether it was duct tape. I don't know. Duct tape would be the most horrific. It does not say the type of tape that was used, but apparently a little 18-month-old kid was uh, restrained, was taped to a chair to keep them still at Little Oaks Montessori Academy. So uh, there, there you go. You might want to ask uh, if the daycare facility that you're utilizing for your kid, ask if they're tape-free. <laughs> we only use glue. Oh, and there was one other kid thing. And this is a Florida story, but of course, not in the Tampa Bay area, but down in Naples, a guy threw a beer on a five-year-old infant. Oh, no. I mean, it's just terrible every which way, but... Did he know this infant? Was it his child? or Did he throw the bottle at the kid, or did yeah. he just like give him a shower? Naples police are looking for a guy who allegedly threw his beer on a five-month-old baby girl while he was on a, a drunken rampage, according to uh, NBC2, which is down in Fort Myers. I need more details. As he, I'm going to give you the details. This was at a, a restaurant. You ever, you ever been or heard of Virginia's Italian restaurant? You gotta be careful how you say that. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I'm gonna reconsider yeah, the name. It's, it's Virginia's. All right, we're gonna name it Virginia's. I mean, if you don't see that, I like R. Penis better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, his cousin owns Penis's Italian <laughs> restaurant. Let me tell you, the Penis of Pasta at the Virginia's is. <laughs> <laughs> it's for or actually change it to Oak Hill. It's Virginia. It's V E R G I N A S. So Virgi Virginas, but 
Or maybe it's Virginas. I don't know. It's it's, oh. it's V E R G I N A S. Vir- oh, welcome to Virginas. <laughs> Not a ver- <laughs> That's the name of the Italian restaurant. So, so this patron storms out of the restaurant. We treat you like a family. You think you were born here? That's uh, the cleanest joke you could. Call. That's good. That's good. That's a very clean, clean, genius oh. joke. The, the customer storms out of the restaurant, threw an entire beer on a five-month-old baby who was in a stroller doing nothing wrong. Said the mother of the child who requested to remain anonymous because she's got concerns about her baby's uh, safety. So the guy was thrown out. Of Virginia's Italian <laughs> restaurant. Hey. We got standards here. He made he made entry into Virginia's, <laughs> and, and then he was thrown out of Virginia's. Italian. He withdrew himself. Oh. He pulled out of uh, he, he, out. All right, he's <laughs> he. <laughs> so he's in Virginia's Italian restaurant. This was on Fifth Avenue South. In Naples. And, you know, Fifth Avenue is that main stretch, you know, right at the end of, like, Tamiami, right? Where it's, yeah. like, downtown Naples. And he was he was kicked out of the place for being overly intoxicated. And then he starts yelling at a family who was saying their goodbyes near the sidewalk. Then he threw the beer on the five-month-old. When I saw my baby scared like I've never seen before, soaking wet in beer, I knew I had to pick her up and grab her, said the mother. Uh, the Virgi- Virginia's restaurant management, they uh, quickly took a photo of the guy. He paid cash at the bar, so there was no surveillance footage captured of the incident. Uh, I'm sorry, but I've got to see what it looks like inside Virginia's. All right, so I'm on the, I'm glad you said that because I'm on the Google review site. I right wonder now. if it's Brazilian owned. Maybe is it a Brazilian steakhouse? <laughs> no, it's it's an Italian oh, restaurant. Okay, okay. All right, so uh, other restaurants on Fifth Avenue also reported run-ins with a man with similar issues, but no beer throwing. All right, so I'm looking at the pictures of this place. It's a pretty classy place. Oh no, the Fifth Avenue. If you're yeah. if you're on Fifth Avenue down in Naples, that whole area is classy with like high end shops and boutiques and uh, nice restaurants all along there. But oh. it does kind of look like a uterus inside. All right, we all stop right that really stop it. There's absolutely no innuendo there. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> you know the the name of the manager bizarrely is Chris Fallopian. Whoa. Wow. The Fallopian family doing so well. <laughs> it's, uh, but how how awful is that? Throwing a beer on a five month old baby in a stroller? Could he have just spilled it and the kid was? No, there? he hurled the beer on the kid. Does nobody have a Dolores joke? This, all right, stop. This <laughs> this is terrible. Uh, other res, uh, restaurants on Fifth say they, they've had similar run-ins with they think the same guy. Last night, a, listen to a quote. Listen to this. Last night, a woman said that she saw him stumble into Sushi Thai and asked the hostess to let him purchase beer to go. Another woman's positive that she served in dinner in North Naples that same night. So uh, Naples police are investigating. The mother says, I'm pressing charges the minute this guy's found. <laughs> so uh, so they, they've got an image of the guy. So anyone that recognizes this dude down in Naples, they're... they're Maybe I should say nipples. 
I mean, it never ends. Nipples restaurant in at the 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 what is it? Virginia. Virginia. Virginia's restaurant in Nipples. So never ends. Yeah, we'll just stop it right here. Hey, did you see that the Tampa Bay area? Did you see we're now making national news again? As the TSA says that someone tried to bring an emotional support snake on an airplane at TIA. (laughs) Now, my favorite part is the TSA screener scanner machine footage. It's the x-ray machine. (laughs) They don't call it an x-ray machine. It is an x-ray. It's the the x-ray machine. It's the belt at TSA security. You put your bag on the belt. It's an x-ray machine. What'd right. you call it? A screener security? Screener, a scanner, thingamajigging, you know. Yes, that's what I called it. And MJ says it's an x-ray machine. It is an x-ray machine. All right, fine. It probably All right, is. So the TSA says that a traveler tried to bring an emotional support boa constrictor. Because oh. they're going to squeeze you when you're sad. <laughs> give you a big, tight hug. Big hugs. Well, those yeah. things kill you? A Wait, boa, yeah, a boa, yeah. A boa can kill you. No, I mean, if they a, they can strangle you. This is a four foot boa. I'd fight a four foot boa. Yeah. A spokesperson for the TSA tweeted about the incident. It happened at Tampa International last month. A woman had a snake in her carry on luggage that went on the conveyor belt at TSA. I don't see what airside it was, but. Put the screened bag on the belt. It went through the scanner machine, and the TSA sees this coiled-up snake on the X-ray image. The woman claimed that the, her snake's name was Bartholomew. <laughs> Did it look like a... Uh, never mind. In her, it was in her carry-on bag. The snake was detected when the bag went through the X-ray machine, Fester. All right, fine. Spokesman said the TSA contacted the airline, which said that she could not bring the snake on board an aircraft. It looks like a large intestine in the X-ray machine. It does. Just all coiled up. Uh, numerous passengers were heard saying, I have had it with these mother snakes on this mother plane. Amen. You know, I've never seen that movie. Me and Fetcher did a sneak preview for yeah, it. I remember did. that back we, in the was, day. You know what? It was awesome. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen snakes on a plane. So, uh, but here we go. This story is being talked about nationwide. I'm sure it's going to be on Good Morning America this morning. I'm sure it's going to be on the Today Show. And, of course, right here at Tampa International Airport. According to the TSA, the snake was four feet in length, which is a small boa, right? So is it a baby boa? Is Bartholomew just a little baby boa? Is that it? Yeah. There's a danger noodle in that bag. Our officers at Tampa International Airport didn't find this hysterical. Awful. I'm reading the... I know. I'm the, reading the Instagram post the, from the TSA. So the TSA is trying to be all cutesy wootsy here. Okay, so, I, I don't mean to dive into the X-ray, not X-ray discussion here, debate between you and Fester. Yeah. But if it's in color, doesn't that mean it's not an X-ray? It's something. No, else? it's an X-ray. But they the, the machines that we that use at the airport have mm-hmm. uh, the contrast and the colors to help show oh. the densities of certain items. 
and that's how they can see, uh, you know, potentially. Some other machines operating there with in know, conjunction with that x-ray machine. No, right? but the x-ray, it's an x-ray machine, but the, that technology, it produces a colorized image. Gotcha. Didn't you start that sentence with, I don't want to get involved <laughs> with you guys arguing over what it's called, but then you completely do. Right, let me read the Instagram post from these, uh, these clever writers at the TSA. Because when you think of really clever writing, <laughs> yes. you think of the Transportation and Security Administration. Bunch of people in blue shirts yeah. just making jokes. Hi, there's a danger noodle in that bag. Officers at Tampa International Airport didn't find this hysterical. Coiled up oh, in a passenger's carry-on was a four-foot boa constrictor. We really have no adoration for discovering any pet going through an x-ray machine. This is in the Instagram post, blah, blah, blah. And the woman said that it was her emotional support boa, and uh, the airline was contact, whatever she was flying on. Uh, I guess she was on a flight to Newark from Tampa to Newark International to Newark Liberty. And uh, the airline that she was traveling on does not allow snakes. And apparently, I did not know this. No airline permits you to travel with a snake. Even if you have it in, like, an appropriate carry bag or if you make a reservation or you actually book a pet, you're not allowed to bring a snake on a plane. So snakes, are they, I wonder if they're allowed on trains, because if not, that would mean that everywhere snakes are traveling around the country is in vehicles, cars. If they're not allowed on planes. Okay, so they're not allowed to be carried on a plane. Right. But some airlines allow you to transport your snake but in checked luggage a few according what? to this right. according to the TSA right here it says no airline allows you to carry a snake on your luggage however a few airlines allow snakes in checked bags if they are packaged correctly <laughs> what is the correct packaging for a snake i mean can i make a luggage? statement about this yeah yes. go ahead if you're a snake guy you're stupid. <laughs> I know. Even if you own a snake as a pet. What do you, you ever do? see the folks walking around like some kind of art festival? <laughs> you know, you've got one of those. Seriously. With a viper yeah, on his yeah, neck. Uh, yeah. Well, a boa or uh, what is the other one? A python. Python. Thank you, Andrew. No, but I've seen like people or the people that walk around festivals with, with big parrots on their shoulder. <laughs> you ever yeah, see that? You just need so you much know, attention. The, the Renaissance Festival or like, you know, some kind of St. Pete uh, art show. Growing up in St. Petersburg, yeah. I went to the Wagon Wheel Flea Market right. a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was my dad's thing like on a Saturday. Let's go to the Wagon Wheel. WWE. Without fail, two or three guys would just... Snake man just walking around the flea market. But I've never heard called death noodle. A death that's noodle. A, that's what they called him in the story, right? Yeah, it was a death noodle or a something like that in the bag. Weird. No, Look, the, looks like the, a dude. Hang on, the terminology was danger noodle. Danger noodle. Not, mm. not death noodle. So it looks more like a turd than a snake, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a large I'd be like, who went on the conveyor belt? <laughs> Will you stop? Guys, that's gross. Stop. But the image of the snake, it's all coiled up inside the carry-on <laughs> luggage. And listen, we've had certain things, you know, get through. Like Julian had like a a pocket knife that got through. But then other times, you know, I've had like a like a razor blade, for instance, that I had uh, like, uh, for instance, when I was cutting stories out of like uh, newspapers, we'd always carry razor blades with us. We use a little razor blade just 
the hell was that? That was my glasses hitting the microphone. Oh, my. Ooh, right, well, that's bad. Let me, let me turn that off. Thank you. All right. All right. So the uh, the razor blade uh, was a pretty common tool for us when we used to little cut little articles out of the newspaper. And sometimes, uh, you know, one would get into my carry-on bag. So I've, I've, you know, years ago, I had a razor blade found in one of my bags. This is before 9-11, I think. I remember you yelling at Fester for dull razor blades almost every day. Yeah. All right, so uh, Tampa International, snakes on a plane. All right, moving along, the the Tom Brady situation. Can somebody help me out with this? Tom Brady, was he he told that he wasn't going to start, or was he told he wasn't going to play the game at all yesterday, and then he talked his way into at least starting the game? So he had a record to break during this game. He passed. He completed more passes than he ever had in any other season this season. So he. he whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on. Yeah. In this lousy, lackluster season for yeah. Tom Brady, he completed more passes than some of his stellar years with the Patriots. No, 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 no. no. What was it? Or, or, or was it that? I'm sorry. Are, are you giving was... me the right fact? Or are you just pulling something out of your butt? Buster. No, he's he, Fester's yeah, right. I, I know. I I, I, oh, I, 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 I go ahead. Well, no. Well, Roxanne was questioning. No, this. for a second I questioned it because I didn't know if it was cumulative over his. If it was a record but that was be, broken over his crib, but it's, no, it was he, for this season. It just Correct. seems odd because Tom Brady did not have a good season. This is not. A, this is a terrible season for Tom Brady. He had a good season. The team itself, not so hot. Fester was right. Give him his credit. So, right, so offensive line, own. defensive. Yeah. We we had a lot of problems this season. We still have problems. I don't know why the hell we're in the playoffs. What we, we don't deserve the Super Bowl. Even if we get that far, they what, shouldn't take it. What are we, fourth seed? Yes. All right. So, As the division champ, we're the fourth seed. Right, so so go ahead. because yeah. Tampa Bay was already in the postseason, they didn't want him to play. They requested that Brady watch the game from the sideline. Who's they? The coach? They would be coach. Yes, the coach. and The ghost of management. Malcolm Glazer. Yeah. <laughs> so, but he ignored that request, and he suited up and played on. Sunday. I gotta play, man. I just, got, I mean, come on, Brady, relax. Well, him and his Rudy Rudiger stuff is getting old. You know what? A lot of these, or a team like the Buccaneers, could have done yesterday. They just play for bonuses. If you are close to hitting a goal, if you need like two more catches, they get you those catches, so you get paid. Yes, yeah, so they yeah. did that for Gronk. He Good for Gronk get a million dollars last just season. Put him in to get just the bonus, and then you pull him out. Yeah. Now, I guess the plan was, listen, they didn't need to win the game. Nope. Uh, the Buccaneers ended up with a, a losing season, though. If you look at the stats, the Bucs uh, finished the regular season under five hundred. The regular season for the Bucs was 8-9. and nine, And if I'm not mistaken... That is the first time ever in Tom Brady's career that he's finished below 500. That's Yes, I heard that too, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is not good. It's getting bad, Tom. So we play what? The Dallas Cowboys, and you say it's Monday night football, so it's Dallas Cowboys, uh, and it's here in Tampa? Yes. All right, so it's a home game. It's a week from today, Monday night football. This will be... Uh, Part of the big uh, wild card weekend, right? Yeah, it's going to be nuts. That's going to be a crazy game. And Tom Brady has his seven and zero career against the Cowboys. Right, we beat the Cowboys in Game One of this season. And remember, we started off strong, and then <laughs> it just all went to hell in a handbasket uh, after that. So uh, hey, go Bucks! Listen, we want the Bucks to win, but 
do they really look like a Super Bowl team? You know who did it? Look like a I Super asked a question, Fester. All right. They, do they look like a Super Bowl I mean, team? Like sports look, talk in here. They might. Last night, the Cowboys played a game against the, uh, what, the Commanders and the Commies. They'll always be the Redskins to me. I'm sorry. And they looked like crap. I mean, yards Emmett Smith get? Like 12. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, Dallas uh, did not look good last night. Michelle and I watched a bit of that game, yeah, actually. So. All right, 748 at the MJ Morning Show here on Q105. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for listening. We're in the midst of the long, uninterrupted chunk of the MJ Morning Show. So we go, every day, Monday through Friday, Right around 722, 723, somewhere in there, we start an hour and 20 minutes of nonstop MJ. No uh, commercials, no music. We're just nonstop content for an hour and 20 minutes. No one does that. That is exclusive to the MJ Morning Show. All right. I want to talk about bachelor and bachelorette parties. Now, I read... This recently, and I wanted to put it to the test. Now, Roxanne, when was the last time you were at a bachelorette party? Has it been a while, or uh, have you had some uh, younger friends get married I, or yeah, get I've, married again? I've had younger friends get married, so I definitely was at one in, like, 2016. Oh, okay. Seven years ago. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I, I might need to go to phones on this. I, we, I went to South Beach. I, the re- I, yeah. I don't need to know about 2016. All right. The, the reason why I'm bringing this up, is because I stumbled across an item that risque bachelor and bachelorette parties are out. That there's a trend away from the risque, and it's not just like men and bachelor parties. It's both. Because we've heard about... the. You know, women at bachelorette parties where maybe they hired a stripper as well. And uh, But the story is, is that there's a trend away from the racy, risque, both bachelorette and bachelor parties. So you haven't been to one or numerous recently. So I, I think that, you know, whatever you did in 2016, just it's too far away. Okay. So well, I think thank we, goodness. I think we need to go to phones. And I think we need to ask our listeners, have you been to a bachelor or bachelorette party? I would say within the last year, the trend is getting away from uh, the raciness. Interesting. Uh, Where's the fun then? There's there's also no upside to having that. But here's the deal. What is it being replaced with? So if the racy and risque bachelor and bachelorette parties are out, what's going on? The trend is about relaxation. There was a whole survey on this, a whole study on this. Uh, two in five people think that bachelor and bachelorette parties are more memorable than the wedding itself. 2,000 adults were surveyed on this, and, you know, we've got, uh, the the data we've got the anecdotal stories here but most people think that a bachelor or bachelorette party should be about relaxation and not about craziness or something that's uh, you know x-rated or pornographic or what all right let's go to phones on this 800-990-1047 that's how you get in just a couple of calls we're not going to not going to say i got a lot of stuff we got to cover it's a busy busy monday 
So if you've been to a bachelorette or a bachelor party recently, was it like non risque? Was it a bachelorette party or a bachelor party that was more about just having dinner, drinks, and there was nothing raunchy about it? 800 990-1047, uh, we'll grab a couple of phone calls here and find out, uh, you know, anecdotally what our listeners say. Uh, first up here is Kevin in Tarpon Springs. Phones are loaded, so Andrew's screening calls. Hey, Kevin in Tarpon, you're on the MJ Morning Show. Hi. Hey, guys, thanks. I've been listening to you for, since early 2000s. Um, but yeah, I was just saying that I'm getting married in April, and I told my best man that I don't want any other craziness. I just want to go down to Lake Clearwater or Shepherds and just hang out by the pool and just have a relaxing weekend. Really, there's no craziness at Shepherds. <laughs> well, <laughs> over the years with our, I mean, our, our old radio station, we did, that's what we did all like the yeah. like the. Fourth of July and all that crap. And I think of relaxation. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot of relaxing going on Didn't there. Didn't Kane chuck his microphone into a pool there? Oh, so many things happened. Yeah. So many. Didn't he get ticked off during a live broadcast? He threw his mic in the pool? You know, things happen. Yeah. Uh, hey, so, Kevin, you're first up here, and you're saying exactly what seems to be happening is the move away from raunchy bachelor and bachelorette parties. Yeah, I think also it could be a trend because people are waiting till they're older to get married. Because I'm in my mid thirties, so I think that may be a factor as well. You know, that's a good point. That if people are waiting till they're older, that maybe there's uh, more maturity that climbs into the equation. That's what I'm thinking. But uh, yeah. Now, how Kevin? How old are you? I'm. 36 at the end of the month. All right, so you'll be 36, and then your bride to be is how old? 40 through 42. Oh, she's robbing the cradle. <laughs> Look at that. And then what about her? Are her friends throwing her a bachelorette party? Yeah, but kind of the same thing, just hanging out. All right, now, is this the first marriage for both, or is it second marriage? What's the story? Uh, second marriage for me, first for her. Oh, wow. Uh, listen, Kevin, good luck. Hey, thank you, guys. Thanks for checking in. Desiree is in... Tarpon as well. Uh, we're doing well in Tarpon this morning. Hey, Desiree, welcome to the MJ Morning Show. Thank you, guys. How are you this morning? We are well. Go ahead. Um, so we just had a bachelorette and bachelor party at Disney, and we did everything together. We just went to a, a piano bar, dueling piano bar, but it was we had dinner, and that was pretty much it. Nothing All right, happened. so you headed to Disney. No strippers on the teacup? <laughs> no strippers on the teacup. <laughs> What about it's a small world after all? Did Daisy Duck give you a lap dance? <laughs> you didn't pay for the, the magic Mickey uh, lap dance show? <laughs> In the back room uh, of the castle. Hi, everybody. Right, so you just had one, and again, it was just uh, fun without any of the raunchiness. Without even the family came out. Oh, oh ew. Sounds terrible. Hey, Desiree, yeah. thanks. <laughs> thanks for the call. Think- oh, God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to say the last guy probably, we're all in our, we're just all about 40 years old. So I think that's another two. Now, whose bachelorette party was it? It was my best friend. I was in the wedding. And your best friend, what's her name? Nicole. Uh, how old's Nicole? 
She's 39. Okay, and number one or number two marriage for or three for Nicole? Number one. Number one. Really? Why did Nicole wait so long? Uh, man, we got to find that right guy. You got to find the right guy. Amen to that. Got to find the right guy. <laughs> and it, it took a while, and did she finally find the right guy? She did. It was amazing. It's uh, amazing. He's not going to turn out to be like Jeffrey Dahmer Part 2, is he? Oh. Let's hope not. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Rox, did you have a question for Desiree? No, I just some general comments about this stuff. Yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think the guys do the raunchy stuff. They do the strip clubs. Girls do more that go to a bar and do a scavenger hunt, go up to a guy and ask him for a condom. You know, that kind of stuff. What? Like that what? Kind of goofy stuff. What are you that. doing your spare time, Roxanne? <laughs> no. I would think you're hitting on me yeah. if you're asking me that's, for, that's the ask idea. for a condom. I'll give you one. That's the idea. <laughs> it's to, like, get the bride to go out and do goofy stuff before she gets married. So that's, Here, drink that's your like, drink out of this wiener straw. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the kind of raunchy you know, stuff. That's how my girls did it for my bachelorette party. So she's right. They had a whole list of things they wanted me to do before the night ended. But now people... People don't interact as much when they go to bars. They're all on their phones, so it's harder to play those games. But one of our texters said the exact reason why these are going out. Of, I know he's right. He right. or she's right. Cell phone videos. Ooh. Ah. Yeah. It, the everyone's a little TV station mm-hmm. with their cell phones these days. Yeah. So nobody wants video evidence to exist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not a way to go into the marriage. All right. Desiree, thanks for listening. You're welcome. Have a great day, guys. All right, one more call, and we got to move on. Lori is in Newport Ritchie. Hey, Lori, you're on the MJ Morning Show. You'll have the final say this morning on apparently bachelor and bachelorette parties are all getting toned down, but the raunchiness, the escape parties are on the way out. When my little brother got married last year, we actually, my stepdad and a bunch of his buddies took my brother to a strip club, they got, you know, toys. They actually, the ones, the males actually won the toys and everything else at their bachelor, uh, bachelor party. And then when I took my sister-in-law out, yeah, we did little, like, fancy little girl things, got our nails done, hair done, but we also went to a male review show. I actually paid for a dance, a couple dancers to get, you know, Dance up on my sister-in-law and things like that. <laughs> Dance up and on it, my sister-in-law. Yeah, we, I mean, literally, they put their head up her shirt. They were, I mean, they were getting down and raunchy. And this is just a year ago. Yeah, just a year ago. All right. August, last, All this right. coming August will be two years that they've right. been married. Thank you, Lori. And, Pre- how's the marriage working out? Actually, they love it. They're, they're in their glory. They just actually bought a house. Aww. And everything else. Did they get in before the mortgage rates went up? Yeah. All right, good. Thank you, Lori. Appreciate it. So there you go. I mean, overall, it seems that the callers agree that the bachelor and bachelorette parties are getting toned down. And it's uh, it's not the same. Hey, you want to... This, this might actually generate pretty good phone calls as well. There's another... We've had these stories before. You know, uh, the ads or signs that businesses that are hiring and they'll actually put up a list of like what they're not looking for or don't even think of applying for this job if you blank, 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 blank. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I've Mm -hmm. seen that before. Well, we've talked about it before. It seems like it should be illegal. Uh, What? To post a sign out there like, 
Why should that be? It's not discrimination. If you, if you if you don't want some lazy son of a you know what, oh, that's not discrimination. I'm it's not of, like uh, it's not like uh, you know no uh, no one legged people or no, something. No, I'm thinking back when my grandfather had a shot back at turn of the century, and he had no, Irish need not apply. Oh, gee, are you serious? <laughs> <I'm> joking, Jesus! <laughs> that was a thing. Look it up, people. No, it, it was. I know. No, no, I, I know it was, but. I know that in the last year we had, I, I don't remember all the details, <clears throat> but I remember. We had like a fast food place. Don't apply if you can't show up to work on time. Well, hold on. Well, hang, hang, I know in the last year we talked about something similar where some employers were very blunt about, you know, listen, if you're a whiner, if you're a crybaby. Anyway, listen to this. This is, I think this is great. Uh, here's a, a new story about a now hiring sign. It was posted at a local butcher shop. Now, I don't know where the butcher shop was, but I love the sign. The sign said, please do not apply if you oversleep, have no alarm clock, have no car, have court often, have no babysitter every day, have to give friends rides to work later than we start work, experience flat tires every week, have to hold on to a cell phone all day, or become an expert at your job with no need to learn or take advice after the first day. That's in the ad. What a Karen. Mm. Must be able to remember to come back to work after lunch. Should not expect to receive purple ribbons or gold stars for showing up to work on time. I think this is great. You got a problem with this, Froggy? Uh, I think it's a somebody, it seems like a very Karen-ish kind of a thing. Yeah, I mean, MJ. It's it, not Karen-ish. It's the fact that some people want to be handled with kid gloves these days. Some people, everything's an excuse. Some people, everything's a problem. Their gaslighting is what they're doing. I would appreciate a gold star every time I showed up on time to the morning show. Or a trophy. The After ad, like 10 times. The ad's been around for a while. So, again, I know we've talked. I don't know if it's the exact same terminology or verbiage, but we have talked about this at least one or two other times about businesses that were trying to just cut through the, uh, you know what it is? It's the... Um, it's like the coddling. It's everyone, people that want special consideration. And it seems, though, that it's the younger generation. It seems that it's uh, some of the Gen Zs and some of the millennials that just seem to have, you know, a whole list of, like, demands or, you know, everything's, everything. Just show up to work and do your job instead of, you know, again, calling in sick or you got to be in court. It just seems like a laundry list of all the excuses that some people get. That note, that, that letter said to be in court often. How, what's the barometer? Yeah, what do you, yeah. What do you in court like, all the time for? I mean, yeah. Child support payments. I think it's just an excuse. <laughs> it's an excuse uh, that employers hear. You uh, know what I thought we'd do? Again, I, I think this could be funny. I got court. Uh, I would love to go to phones one more time here. And ask employers, owners, managers, what's some of the most ridiculous excuses that you've gotten 
man. By an employee calling in sick or begging off from work that day or days or whatever. What is the weirdest? And then, Frog, you want to do the truth booth with Hal Herman coming up? Yes, sir. Okay, that'll be Hal's, next. Hal's ready. Ladies and gentlemen, the first truth booth. Actually, the first little Hal Herman game show, I think, in a couple of months. So Hal Herman is back in minutes here in, on the MJ Morning Show. So stand by. Uh, let's go to phones here. If you're, again, a business owner, a manager, if you have heard some ridiculous excuses for why somebody couldn't show up to work, why they called in sick, was it ever verifiable? Did you maybe never were able to verify the ridiculous excuse, but come on, it can't be real. Or maybe you were the employee yourself that called yeah, it a ridiculous excuse. Right? What, what did you give that your manager actually had yeah. to buy? Because Maybe you came up with a ridiculous excuse. All right, let's just grab a couple of calls, and we'll move on to the truth booth, where, by the way, somebody on the show today is going to be singled out, ask questions, and they have to tell the truth 100%. Uh, let's go to phones. 800-990-1047. 800-990-1047. Worst excuse you've ever heard? Or is there someone that's giving you repetitive excuses? And maybe it's a whole litany, like one employee that always had a story, oh. always had a problem, always needed a day off, always was you know showing up late, whatever. All right, what's the story? 800, or maybe it's you, 800-990-1047 is how you get in. Let's start it off with Ashley in Lutz. Hey, Ashley, you're on the MJ Morning Show. Hello. Good morning, everyone. How are y'all today? We are well. So the screen says that you're a manager and you've heard it all. I, I mean, just like you guys were saying, it's especially these young kids. And the the worst that I've heard was, I mean, it's not the worst, but it's just, like, ridiculous, was, I'm sorry, I can't come in. I don't have any clean pants. <laughs> you can't, what? You can't just do your laundry? I don't have any clean pants. I don't have any and clean the pants. Worst, the worst thing is, is that we are so low on people that this person still works for us because we need the people because nobody wants to show up. How often do they use the... No clean pants excuse. This person has used it three times. Oh, my God. What kind of place do you manage, Ashley? It is a fast food restaurant. I don't know if I'm allowed to say what kind. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What which, what what fast it's, food? It's a Burger King. Mm. And I can't show up to Burger King because I've got no pants that are clean. I've got no clean uniform pants. Oh. Well, I'm sorry, but your dirty uniform pants and get in here because we need you. Exactly. Ashley, thanks for the call. Wait, hold on, hold on. Ashley, yeah. what's oh. your store? Say that again? What's your store? What do you mean? The number? The, the, the location. Oh, 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 oh. Um, I'm in, like, the Trinity location. Oh, uh, there you nah, go. That's too far from my house. All right. Thank you, Ashley. Thanks for listening. Sean is in Land <laughs> Lake. Sean, you're on the MJ Morning Show. Hi. Hey, how you doing this morning, buddy? Doing well. All right, so you're an owner of a business, my screen says. Yes, sir. What type of business, Sean? Uh, I own a pressure washing paper sealing company. Uh, excellent. All right, so what do you hear? Um, so I was going to a job that was supposed to be down in Tampa, and um, I actually had to cancel uh, all my jobs that morning because um, 
it was it was a Friday. I was letting my dogs out before I go to work, and uh, my dog Pumpkin was acting just amazing, and, and she's almost back into the garage when she jumps over and she starts heading to my neighbor's oak tree, and to find out that there's a big old raccoon sitting out there at ten o'clock in the morning, and. She, so the raccoon lunges and attacks her. My wiener dog's on the other side of the raccoon trying to pry him off. And so I go down there, have to ch- have to grab a raccoon by the throat, choke it out, and then slam it onto the concrete to get it off my dog. <laughs> oh, my God. And this is the reason you think... Wait, so you, the owner, had an excuse? Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, did you tell this to the client that was supposed to have their driveway pressure washed and sealed? No, sir. I just said that um, my I just told them that I'm having some uh, my my dog's having some health issues. Oh my! Hey, was the raccoon rabid? Um, it was the first. Um, it was the first one in 16 years of Pasco County to be confirmed to have rabies. Oh my! God. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean, guess acting like that and then out during the day, you know, a lot of times, uh, you know, raccoon. Coons obviously are nocturnal, and that's sometimes an indicator if they're out during the day that they might be rabid. Sean, it's, he was, thanks, Sean. Sean, he's the owner employee who's, he's ratting on himself. When, it, when I saw I'm owner. Sorry, he's raccooning on himself. When I saw owner of business, I was like, okay, he's yeah. going to tell me all the employee yeah. stories. He comes it's, with his own. For all you, where did you just go for the last five minutes? He had a technical issue. I had a, te- uh, I had a technical issue. With what? I had he let Hal in the back door. No, you did it. Where were you? You want to know? No how. You really want to know? I'll All right, tell you. that's okay. Let me go back to phones. There's All no right. how. Monica is in St. Pete. Monica, you're on the MJ Morning Show. Hi. Hey, good morning. Can you hear me? Uh, we can, loud and clear, crystal clear. So my story is I'm an operations manager for a local uh, office furniture company, and one of my employees did not show up two weeks ago. No call, no text, nothing. It was just crickets. So the following day, I believe it was Christmas Eve, I get a text message saying, oh, Monica, I'm so, so sorry. I couldn't get a hold of you. When I was out yesterday, I was walking across US-19, and I fell, and my phone went sliding into a water puddle, and I hurt my knee. And so my phone's been sitting in rice all night, and I'm just now getting around to calling you. (laughs) I was like, wait, the only water puddle on US-19, your phone's in rice? And you can't find anybody else to the next time. make a call? Did you keep the employee or did you fire the employee? Well, she wasn't quite terminated at that point. We were just going to give her an official write-up. Yeah. Well, she ended up she ended up quitting anyway because she thought she was getting fired. Oh, great. Hey, thanks, Monica. Michelle's in Lakeland. Michelle, you're on the MJ Morning Show, Q105. And if you're just uh, tuning in, we're just talking about just ridiculous excuses that employees make for uh, phoning in sick or not showing up for work? or Michelle, what's your story? Hey, MJ, good morning to you guys. As you all know, I am a foster pet parent, critical care. Um, quite a few of them just don't have patience to take care of small animals. I kind of look at it like this. If it was your parent or child in the special care nursing home, would you have patience to go visit them? A lot of people in general say no. Okay. Lucky enough, I'm with four rescues. And okay. we're in All right, so, but what's tell me what's the excuse for calling in sick to work or not showing up? Probably. Are you are you calling in about that? Or are you calling in about something different? 
I'm with a rescue. I volunteer foster, and a lot of them in general, like, they just don't have patience. Okay. okay, all right. Maybe not the best screen call I, for what we're talking about here. But, I, hey, Michelle, th- thank you, though. I appreciate it. I know it. you're doing great work in Lakeland right. with yeah, the pets. Yeah. We think it's great. All right, sure. Bart is next on the MJ Morning Show. Hello, Bart. Good morning. Hey, Andrew, every call that calls in doesn't have to go on. Right. Hey, uh, Bart, you're... You, you, Luckily, the fo- Bart, Bart you, made it. Yeah, you, you can move on, and there's another one that'll ring right after. Bart, the All good right. news hey, uh, is your call can't uh, be any worse. Bart, go ahead. You're on the MJ Morning Show. Hi. <laughs> Well, I hope my call's not any worse. Yeah. This is back in Colorado. I had an analyst, uh, I run an IT department, call in that he had spider bites all over his feet. And- all right, now we're talking. All right, we're, now we're back on track. All right, good job. The, the trains, the, the, the derailment's been fixed. All right, so Bart, an employee called up and said they were bitten by spiders? All over the bottom of their feet, <laughs> so they could not walk. <laughs> I'm going to say that one. Uh, later on on Facebook, they had posted that they're having a wonderful day skiing up in Breckenridge. Oh, oh that's not cool. Skiing yep. the skiing the Breck. Uh, so, yeah, I, I guess they had to ice their feet. Oh yeah, because you know ski boots are so compatible with uh, spider bites and not being able to walk. Right, right. Blisters. You know, you got to pop them. I guess. And you were down. What you were in Denver? Yeah. And they just took took I seventy up the Breck to ski. <laughs> yeah. All right, thanks, Bart. Appreciate it. All right, a couple more, then we got to move on here because I'm just looking forward. I think to the uh, new Truth Booth, first Hal Herman Truth Booth for 2023 is minutes away. Tony is next on the MJ Morning Show. Hey, Tony. Hey, how you doing? Uh, we're doing well. So, Tony, we're talking about employees with excuses. Okay, here we go. About 30 years ago, I was doing sheetrock in New York, and I didn't feel like going into work one day. And oh, I, this is you. You called into work. All right, what yeah, I, this is, yeah, this is me. What do you say to call in uh, sick to work? I called my boss, and I told him I had cramps. And I actually did. Oh, oh my god. On the bottom of your feet. Oh, hey, no, he had crabs for dinner, right? Is that where this is going? Yeah. Yeah. Not for dinner, Roxanne. Not for dinner. Yeah, some good old Lynnhaven blues with some old bay no. seasoning you and guys I, are all way off. Uh, thanks. Tony, did you take care of your crab issue? Yes, I did. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Tony. You got the special shampoo and the little little comb, right? All right uh, oh. Andrew, I'll take the last two calls here, but we we don't need to move on. We we need to move on. No more calls. Uh, John, uh, second to last. John, what excuses have you heard, or have you made an excuse for not showing up to work? Well, I was a superintendent in the Air Force, and I had one of my managers call and t- say that uh, he was going to be a little late to work. And I said, okay, no problem. And, uh, you know, I just blew it off the first day. And so the second day he called and said, you know, he was going to be a little late to work. And I said, okay, hey, are you going to make this, a, you know, a routine thing or what? He said, no, I'll probably be within the hour. I said, okay. So the third day he calls and the same thing. So when he, you know, when he came into work, I said, hey, what's going on? He says, well, my wife's trying to get pregnant and I wanted to be there. <laughs> Well, obviously they're well, unless somebody else yeah, was doing yeah, it. You know, Froggy, come in, well, pitch relief for me. I thought, you know, he tried it again, and I said, "Hey, 
Why don't you try getting your wife pregnant at night instead in the morning? Well, sometimes you have to time it right. Well, no, like I know that there's like the women will do the fertility clock. Yeah. And isn't there a way to figure out the supposed best time for the best chances at conception? Yeah. 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 I I knew a guy that had to leave during lunch. He's like, yeah, I got to take the second half of the day off because like his wife's hour was like one o'clock. Yeah. It's like, uh, I know that there's a way to figure that out or have the best guess. Hey, John, thanks for the call. All right. Last call on this. Annie is next in Spring Hill. Hey, Annie, you're up. Hi. Uh, Annie, you're a manager of what type of business? Um, I used to work, I don't do it anymore, but I used to work at a deli bakery at Winn-Dixie. Ah, all right. And what have you heard excuse-wise? Well, I was an assistant manager. However, um, the manager called called me up and said that she couldn't come to work. And she was the only one scheduled for the whole day. So I ended up working like 14 hours. And uh, she told me that she couldn't come into work on inventory day because her psychic told her that she would die in a car accident on her way to work. (laughs) That's a good one. Sounds like Roxanne's excuse. (laughs) Well, no, I'm saying. That's a good one. I'm going to use that. The manager calls in and says the psychic said that she's going to die in a car accident. So was it just that one day or did she like not want to get in a car ever again? No, she just that one day, but she she did it again another time. Same so same story. The same story. The same story. Oh my! This is the most ghoulish psychic ever. <laughs> it is. You're gonna and die tomorrow. On like like inventory day when we had to put an order in. Oh, and I'm man. a cake decorator. So is she still I alive? Everything. Yeah, that's a good so. question. Is, is she still alive? Yeah, she is. <laughs> oh, see psychics. Does she still see the same crazy psychic? I don't know. Like, she had something pretty tragic happen with her son. Don't bring me down. All right. Don't bring me down. Hey, have a good day, Annie. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We're going to get ready for the truth booth here momentarily. I'm excited. First, though, quickly, for our later, I played this in the first minutes of the show today, and my Jack Russell Terriers, uh, you, you never know what's going to pop up on my Instagram feed. And in fact, you know, a lot of the kids are back at school with uh, the uh, Pinellas and Hillsborough schools back today. If you haven't seen the cute little video that Julian shot and edited, we did a spoof of that Chevrolet commercial everywhere. Fester, bring up the audio, will you sure. please? So that Chevy commercial for Chevy EVs and they're all in the car and they're, you know, different people are singing everywhere by Fleetwood Mac. We, I don't know how it came up. We were just talking. I think the song came on and we're like, we ought to shoot a video. And we, we actually shot a, turn it on. Hit the, dude. Hold on. Yeah, unmute it. All right. So we reshot it using the soundtrack from the commercial. And it's all us. It's me, Chloe, Michelle, and Julian in the car up in Canada last week. People love this thing. I've had people say, I can't stop watching this thing. We were on a drive from uh, Whistler down to Vancouver 
uh, not this past Saturday. And then it says, Happy New Year from MJ and family. So if you haven't seen the video, it's up on my Instagram. And also the dogs going nuts yesterday during my walk. So give me a follow. Check it out. My Instagram is Certified MJ Radio. That's Certified MJ Radio. Oh, also, Fessa, go to the go to the crazy tub that was in our hotel room. I bring up that one. Hold on. Stop, stop, stop. Right there. Yep. All right, but now click mute in the corner. Our hotel Here room we go. tonight. Chloe loves the easy access from the bedroom right into the tub. <laughs> so Chloe opens up these sliding doors, not the entry to the bathroom. Right behind the tub, there are these louvered sliding doors that are right next to the bed. So you could literally jump from the bed into the bathtub. So Chloe filled the whole damn thing up with uh, with bubble bath, right? Now, did you have the bubble bath, or did she no, use she all made of it. the hotel she shampoos? Used, she used all the hotel shampoos and everything, <laughs> and body wash. So she made this big Good bubble job. bath, then... She's in a robe in in the she's in the Fairmont robe at the uh, the Vancouver Airport uh, Fairmont Hotel, and she jumps from the bed right into the tub, and people are like, did she hurt herself? No, she's you know she's like she's like a stunt woman. <laughs> so uh, if you, you got to see this video as well, so uh, all of these little videos are up on my Instagram. Uh, give me a follow, Certified MJ Radio. That's Certified MJ Radio. And then the final one is yesterday, and it's Gatsby and Scout. I took them for a five-mile walk, and as we're walking, they start going nuts. And before I saw it, they saw it or smelled it. There was a dead rat on the side of the road in South Tampa, about a foot off the curb. And they go nuts. And Froggy, you even commented that, oh my God, what, what, you called my dogs werewolves? Well, yeah, yeah. They're kind of annoying. All right, listen to this. They spot this rat on the side of the road. They're Jack Russell Terriers. So they go after squirrels. And this is like the ultimate chew toy for them. It's just a rat sitting there. Oh, guys, you can't have it. No, no, no. You can't stop. You can't. No, no, no. No. Want to see what happened there? Again, it's on my Instagram at Certified MJ Radio. Man, they are nuts. You know, if there's a an eighteen wheeler coming down the road and they're chasing a squirrel, they don't care. They don't care. They do not care whatsoever. Hey, it's eight twenty three. You know what time it is? What's that? Oh, 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 look at this! It's time for Hal Herman. And the Truth Booth, it's the first Truth Booth of 2023. Now, the Truth Booth is where Hal Herman will ask questions, and whoever the subject of the Truth Booth is, is compelled to tell the truth. Ladies and gentlemen, the star of the show, the Truth Booth, it's Hal Herman! Gorilla season. I heard it's a very special spot. So everybody, happy ass gorilla! Oh my god! Happy goodness. ass gorilla! Happy oh, ass gorilla oh, season, oh, everybody! Oh, he's throwing bees all yeah. over the place. Uh, you mean? I, I was told 
it's a very big parade. It's yeah. called Ask Gorilla. Uh-huh. There yeah, you no, go. It's, it's, whoa, whoa. Usually people have to do things to no, get these beads. That's, it's, uh, Let's see those boobies, big man. Huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fester Flesh Al Urban. Let's see those hoodies. <laughs> I thought I'd do something special this time. I heard about the parade that's coming up. It's just a pretty nice bead. Froggy's just hurling. Where did you get all these beads? I went to the bead store. Just before it. No, you did. I stole them. <laughs> you, if, you want some more? Are these are these from the iHeart float? See how good his microphone looks, hey, yeah, buddy. From the competition. <laughs> this is from the competition's float. It's great to be back. Uh, and, and of course, it's not ass gorilla. It's Gasparilla. Yeah, what? Yeah, all right, all right, fine. I was, I'm pretty sure it's Ass Gorilla. Yeah, it's, what a dumb name, Gasper. Right, so, hey, when come right, you? Right, Froggy, so the truth booth, first one in 2023. Yes, we are here. I'm sorry, Hal Herman. And everybody knows how the truth booth works, don't you? You have to answer 100% correctly or you'll die. Well, honestly. Yes. Honestly. And I have a gun right here. I'm going to shoot you if you don't do it, okay? All right. All right. That's the guy. Yeah, okay, that's no, great. But seriously, we're yeah. going to have, have a bunch of questions. Hey, Hal, can you talk a little less affected? How do you mean? <laughs> Explain. The short answer, no. <laughs> all right. So, all, right. All, right. all right. Truth booth, you got to tell the truth. And you're saying that today's truth booth is only uh, one subject will yeah. play? So it's directed only at one person. Yes. You guys want to take a guess? Uh, Roxanne. No. Nope. MJ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> MJ. Is this, is this less on, effective? First, first of all, what is yeah, yeah? Is? That's my affirmation of the awesomeness that's coming up. Yeah, 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 yes. Uh, it's just, it's yes. Yes. Yeah, 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 yes. Now, uh, am I speaking less affected like you're saying? Yes, you're, you're speaking much more naturally and normally. And, and thank you. I've been working on it. Yeah, you don't seem to have as much of the affectation to your voice. Well, thank you. I've been training for a lot of years. <laughs> All right, are we ready? Yeah, go ahead. MJ, yeah. let me tell you, this might possibly be the most awkward truth booth oh. in the history of the TB. Oh, my God. And I ain't talking Tampa Bay or Tom Brady, or, that loser. Or, or, or tuberculosis. <laughs> or tuberculosis. <laughs> I'm talking about the only TB that matters. The truth booth. Thank you very much. How All many right. questions are in the truth booth? 37? <laughs> so they're not. All right. You want to yeah, yeah, yeah. start how easy? Do, how do you spell yay yeah, yeah. It's very simple. I mean, Y-E-E-A-I-A-E-A-I-E-E-A-I-S. Duh. 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 spell. Can I get my first question? Music, please. What what is the music we use? I thought we used music. Do we not use music? I don't think we use music. Ah, screw it. We we use music. You ready? Like like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) Booth music. All right, are you ready? Yeah. MJ. Why am I the subject of the first truth booth in months? Question number one. All right, go ahead. You are the most interesting of the crew. No, I'm not. Who do you like more? Ron DeCastro? Or Steve Triplett. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, hold on. I told you it's going to get awkward. Uh, Go ahead and explain who they are. Hold on. We need some context here. Let's yeah. get the context. Uh, right, this is awkward. Uh, Steve Triplett is our old general manager. He's no longer here. The new general manager is a guy by the name of Ron DeCastro. That is a terrible question. It's, uh, tell you what it is. The truth booth. And as you know, I have a samurai sword. If you don't tell the truth, <laughs> I, I'm going to cut you. And I think they both listen to the show. 
Okay. Yeah, yes, they better. Now, listen, Steve's a great guy. Yeah. By the way, anybody listening, I am available if you're looking for a host. Okay. <laughs> you get the answer? That is a terrible, terrible question. I think it's pretty good. I mean, that's just the first one. Imagine where we're going next. <laughs> I'm I'm about to sign my contract, and you want me to pick which general manager I like better? Well, the next question has to do with their contract, so that makes oh, sense. Oh, my God. Well, honest, I haven't had much time with the new guy initial yet. Initial feelings, you know what your gut tells you besides I'm out of shape? Go with your gut. Dude, I've known this, the new general manager, for only a couple of months, and I've only had a couple of interactions with him. You have to answer. I mean, I mean, right now, MJ, he's all but a stranger. No, you've had very good conversations with him. You know him better than I do, better than you do, and better than she does. That is just, that is, that is a terrible, awkward, that's putting me in a bad spot. Do you want to skip it? Yeah, yes. Well, that's not possible. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You want to go to something less awkward? I'm not Yeah, why don't you give me a less awkward question? All right, I'll ask you another who do you like better question. Oh, jeez. Do you like better 2003 faster or 2023 faster? Say it again, what? Do you like old faster or new faster? You know, faster's kind of a new guy. His attitude's kind of different. Back in the day, he used to be jovial. Now he's just kind of a grumpy ass. <laughs> so what do you, do? Who do you how, like? How do you spell ass? Oh, it's A-A-I-I-A-E-I-I-I-S-E-I-I-A. I'm not still jovial. MJ, who do you like better? Do you like Fester now? Yeah, uh, I like I like older, more jovial Fester. Oh, Fester you mean like, oh. like older, like older age or no, like no, older no. years the, back? The, years the back. Fester has just become crankier and grumpier. See, I liked old MJ who would get spun out over everything and make everything chaos. See, this new relaxed MJ, I have no... Oh, I have, I'm having wow, big now we're getting a <laughs> yeah. little... So you like That's me, MJ, and you like that Fester. Fester <laughs> likes old... I, I want I want to be in a toxic, abusive relationship with MJ, and he's making it so easy. So now right. you become toxic. Yes. Right, uh, so say, next, I mill it out a little bit. Uh, a little bit. Right, so next question. Who's the most attractive female in your eyes in the building that we're in right now? Like a, like a co-worker? Yes. Most attractive female in the, in the building? Of course. It's... Uh, it's Roxanne. Roxanne going to HR right now. <laughs> I can't believe you just said that about your coworker. <laughs> HR on the phone right oh now. My God. What do you do when you can't say that about your coworker? <laughs> You're going to be me too. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're following him on Instagram, unfollow him. Turn him in. Me too. Now, is that your answer though? Because that's mine too. <laughs> All right, next question. All right, are you ready? Yes. Now, would you consider yourself a rich person? I am yep. rich with family. Ah, uh, yes. Look at that. Wait a minute. That's, that's not the question. Oh. I mean, you know, uh, Scrooge McDuck rich dancing in your coins every day. <laughs> in your gold bars. Swimming and in you have, a moat, you have a moat around your house, for God's sakes, I heard. <laughs> Fisher, what would, the hell is the question? Fisher, would you consider MJ rich? I mean, compared to like, you know, Elon? No, he's like... He's like not even Elon's janitor. Oh yeah, I'm I'm, okay. I'm steerage compared to Elon yeah. Musk. Yeah. All right, although, all right. Although I'm nowhere near as nuts and crazy as the dude or erratic. I don't know. Uh, you're pretty erratic. Now I know that your kids. I'm have... pretty erratic. I mean, let's let's put you in control of Twitter. 
Let's see what happens. All right. How many more questions are there? Just about 17 more. <laughs> Stop it. All right. Now, I know that the kids just left. Yes. Which means Michelle you and I are empty nesters oh, again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so you know what that means. Mm-hmm. Sex, 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 sex all the time. <laughs> we do it. We do it. We do it. Every room. Is that true? How many times have you guys done it since they left? I want a count. Please oh, stop. <laughs> what? It's the truth booth. <laughs> All right. How, huh, buddy? All right. When did so they leave? Uh, the Julian left last Tuesday and Chloe left last Wednesday. So they've had five days of no kids. And what's your question? How many times have you guys had sex with each other? <laughs> Wild, passionate. Do you think that's appropriate? It is the truth booth, right? It is the truth booth. And uh, I want to know how many times you got all sideways. Right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, twice. How many times did you sneak and do it when the kids were in the house? <laughs> we started, Roxanne, stop getting in on this. Yeah, it's not the Roxanne truth. Oh, my God. God. All right, two more questions. Uh, it turns out Michelle loves my oh God. my ski beard. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> I am so happy. Are you, you hurling in the trash can? I don't feel so hot right now. <laughs> Let it out, buddy. It passed. It passed. Let it out. Let Woo! It out. Oh my God! Wow, that made me nauseous. I got so nervous when she, you said Michelle loves my. No, no, because my she likes when I let the beard grow and I oh. shave it after a while because it, it, it gets itchy. All right. Well, but I, I have not shaved. I've got like three weeks, maybe more, maybe like three and a half weeks of growth right now, and be, and it's really. I I don't think I shaved a couple of days before going on uh, vacation, so I, I call it my ski beard. Nice. So twice. Good job. How about that? Combined amount of. Minutes. Is this the last? Is this combined? Combined amount of minutes for what? Is that like both a, sessions? That, I'm not. Well, that's not a question you have. Is that Four, a five? new? No, no. Is that a new question or no. is that like a B? All right. To the, next question. Let's stick with your wife. All right. Go ahead. If you find out she was having a luscious affair with, oh. uh, I don't know, her bassoons or something. A what? Her, her bassoons. I don't. What are you saying? Bassoons. Okay. They give massages. Uh, <laughs> would you? Live with it and forgive her because of your past. You have two kids together. You have a home. You have a family. Or would you? <laughs> You're asking if, if. Or would you leave her high and dry, Tom Brady style? I'm tired of you. <laughs> simple question. Very simple. If Michelle had an affair with her masseuse, yes, and you found well, out a bit, well, would you forgive of, her? Well, hang on a minute. First of all. She has not been back to a masseuse since before COVID. I just said masseuse. And, what if it was and, her trainer? And, and she's like, she still gets charged the $49 a month for massage. Envy. She's got like 300 massages oh, like stacked up. That sounds oh, you think fishy that inc- to me. You think that increases the chances of it? 300 a, times with of, one? Of a masseuse affair? Yeah, I'm just telling you. So the, I can't answer the question. I, I would have to cross that bridge when I found you it. You can't answer like that. This is a truth booth. You didn't answer the first question. Which one do you like better, Ronda Castro or Steven Triple Nipple Triplet? You didn't answer that one. You can't just answer, not answer another one. Yeah, you got to answer. What would it make a difference if it was a female masseuse? Now, if she had an affair with a female masseuse, <laughs> I have a feeling we can let that slide. <laughs> Please stop. So what if it's a male? Looks like Lou Ferrigno. Big jacked up guy that can't talk. He's half deaf. He's like, oh, Lord, Michelle, I love you. <laughs> what would you do? Dude, what are you on? <laughs> Crack. <laughs> Told you. 
You know. Hey, answer the question. I only got one more after the other. Uh, I would. Wait, there's five. Wait, what? Somebody on what? the phone. Somebody on the phone. Yeah. Uh, Who's on the phone? I think I woke Michelle up. <laughs> Hello? You called Michelle. Hello. Hey, Michelle. Hello. Did did Fester wake you up? No. Are you listening to the show? Yes. What was the last question then? If you caught me having an affair with the masseuse, (laughs) say or go. Would you stay or would you go? That's a good song. Yeah. You know that masseuse you've been uh, uh, seeing? She's not seeing a masseuse. Him <laughs> forever. But you know, what but if you I were just remember his name? Yeah, you see. Oh, did you ever remember the male masseuse that you do like? Have you? Did you remember the name? I did, but I'm not going to say it because then everybody will go there and I won't be able to get in with him. All right, <laughs> that's what the kids say. Get in with him, huh? <laughs> that's lingo. So what are you going to do, MJ? Um, She's been having an affair with this guy for years. No, she has not. Has a secret yeah. family with she them. Has, she has three the, kids on the she, side. She has got them. Oh, how she have the secret kids. Yeah. Yeah. How, yeah. how could you how know. would she have three kids on the uh, side secretly? Her weight fluctuates. What the three the three pregnancies <laughs> I was unaware of? Yes. What do you find out about this? It's an amazing, amazing miracle. What do you do? I'm not going to give her so a pass. Oblivious, and you don't pay attention to me. Oh well, hold on. What do you Is say? It? Because you're so oblivious and you don't pay attention. To I am people. not oblivious. I, I, could easily have, I could easily have three kids and you'd never know. That is, oh, not, wow. that is not true the at truth all. comes out. Wow. No, <laughs> wow. My goodness. So, and I don't know if you caught that, but he said you do not get a pass, Michelle. Can you believe that? All right. It, it, like it, you're never going to get anything better he than her? Stay. He would stay. Of course he would. Yeah, now, now I'm worried you don't give her enough attention. All right. So, is, I mean, is this it? Are, are we done? The biggest... Best question of oh the my. truth booth ever. Does Michelle need to hang on the phone? Sure, if she okay. wants to. No. All right. I mean, I mean, are you hanging out with your pool boy, Michelle? Do you have time for us? <laughs> yes. All right, here we go. Stop it. If wrong, DeCastro. All right, this is the new general manager. Yes. Came to you and said, MJ, right. we just re-signed you. Great to have you on board. But you have to close your Instagram and never talk about it again. <laughs> <laughs> you can't use Instagram. You can't talk about it. Instagram is dead to you, according to Ron DeCastrate of Instagram. What do you do with that situation? I, I, I like Instagram. I've made Instagram probably my most used social media now. I, I've backed off of Twitter a lot. Um, Instagram, I just... I. I like just posting great pictures and engaging the audience with some of my personal stuff or weird things that I see or great images that I take. Yes. I just I think that it's a way to really engage the audience because I get guess what I get the most comments okay, from my. Yeah, this is this a is very a long, long dissertation. Excuse me, he's in the truth booth um, and I, he's telling the truth. Uh, I would tell uh, Ron the, the question. What? Answer the question. <laughs> yeah, please. Michelle is yelling now. The what? truth booth. People want to know. What do you do, Ron Castro? You can't go on Instagram anymore. You're looking at Ron in his face, and you say, "Uh, forget about it. I'm not. I'm not giving yeah, it up. Stuff it. Uh, yeah. What? Would, would you, what? Take this job and shove oh, it. Mama. You would quit over Instagram. Absolutely. Michelle, did you hear the else? That is not true. I would I find I, somebody with a conflicting report. At this point, <laughs> I would not give up my Instagram. You would quit this job. 
over yeah. social over media. Over social media. Is that what you're that saying to me? That's not true. <laughs> what? What's not true? Oh Michelle God. knows. Michelle, why do you say such a thing? Uh, which do you which which do you enjoy doing more? Well, that's a good question. That's a good point. Well, I, 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 do, good I, I do enjoy doing the morning show more than Instagram. But just a little bit. You're going to spend four, six, eight hours a day doing an Instagram post? <laughs> no. She's making very good points. <laughs> Did you not see the dead rat video he put up over the weekend? There is, hey, there's a lot of good stuff on my Instagram, folks. If you haven't seen the, the spoof video that we shot to the Everywhere Fleetwood Mac Chevy commercial with Michelle and me and Chloe and Julian and the rental car up in Canada, that's up there. The dog's going nuts over the rat on the side of the road yesterday. Chloe jumping, tons of good stuff. Uh, folks, you could go on my Instagram and you could scroll down and you could spend uh, the next month looking at all my great content. All right, so uh, give me a follow. Thanks for the uh, setup there. Thanks for so, the layup. What, do you quit? Um, I guess I don't quit. But I do. Michelle brought up a good point. I, if I had to pick the more doing the morning show and the fact that I enjoy doing the show with you guys yes. versus the Instagram, I would give up the Instagram, yes, before the show. Well... Thank you for coming into the Truth Booth today. Yes. I had fun. Ah, my name is Hal Herman, hey. and you've been in the Truth Booth. Thank you, everyone. There we go. What the hell was that? I'm struggling. I just right. fell. I'm sorry. I just fell. I bit. wish you told me you were going to do that so I could have recorded it. It was so great. I just took a Who put that banana peel down there? Dude. <laughs> Did we get that on video? I just yes, slipped. Yes, we did. Uh, a, I slipped on a bead. Right, apparently, <laughs> apparently beads that. are down here for some reason. Uh, Ask Gorilla. Because you threw beads everywhere. Uh, uh, I slipped that, on these. Yeah, who so that, so that, that was captured on MJTV? Yeah, Andrew said he got it. Oh, my God. I think All right. I pulled a nut. <laughs> All right, so if you didn't get to watch that live on MJTV... You can go back and watch it later on. I'm really hurting. Man, that was crazy. Let's get some ice in here. Uh, Michelle, I'll see you later on. All right, hurry on. Goodbye. Bye, Bye, guys. (laughs) Nice. Thanks for uh, hanging out with me. Dude, did you hurt yourself? Yes, I told you. I pulled Uh, something. (laughs) Feel good. Pretty good edition, though, huh, guys? Yeah. All right. So, first edition of the Truth Booth in 2023. Hey, don't forget. You saw that there was no Mega Millions winner. What was it, Friday night? Uh, right. No Mega So now Mega Millions, not Powerball, but Mega Millions is now an estimated $1.1 billion. Yeah, I passed the sign this morning coming into work off the interstate, and it had all nines. Like nine, nine, nine. Oh, yeah, I saw that mm-hmm. actually. Where was I? Oh. Uh, where was I over the weekend that I saw that? Yeah, I had a bunch of errands to run. I had a They're all over the place. Yeah. I had a I, I picked up some uh picked up some wine uh out in uh Bel Air. Uh have you ever been to Bellavino out there? No. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, he tracked down a wine for me that I was looking for. And uh so Did I you was, go to you went to you were in Bel Air last night? Uh, uh Saturday. Oh, that's Sa- the same time Tom Cruise was eating there. All right, so Roxanne brought this up earlier that you have intel that mm-hmm. you have intel that Tom Cruise was at the 
new Pelican Country Club, which used to be called the Bel Air Country Club. The Bel Air Country Club. And Tom Cruise was there on Saturday night. Yes. Who spotted him? Uh, I don't know. I heard Doug on the phone with somebody and then I said, what were you talking about Tom Cruise? And he was, said he was eating dinner at Pelican. I didn't ask him a follow-up oh, question. All right. So I was out I was out picking up some wine at uh, Bella Vino. Brian tracked down a, a, a really cool Italian wine for me, which was really tough to find. And then uh, what else was there? Oh, uh, you know what else? I found a really good slice, and it, I can't believe someone recommended this to me about two months ago, and I finally got out there. Where was it? Uh, hang on. Hold on to that thought. I don't want to get too late here. I found a great slice of pizza over in Largo. Which you wouldn't think you're going to get a good slice of pizza in Largo. You never know where you're going to find a good slice of pizza. Well, Florida's not the best for pizza. All right, hold on. I'll explain it all next. Uh, Also, and I'm looking at the... Oh, did you see the... You see what happened on the airplane with the former Wells Fargo executive? No. Oh, my God. All right. And then I got a pizza hostage story. So it all works together. All right. Hang on. Back in a second on the MJ Morning Show here on Q105. Stand by. This is the MJ Morning Show podcast. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Lainey Wilson is on a roll. She's delivering great music and teaming up with some of country's hottest acts. Text Lainey to 45911 to see which four Lainey Wilson collabs have us talking at BackstageCountry.com. Text Lainey to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from BackstageCountry.com. Thanks for listening to the MJ Morning Show podcast. MJ Morning Show, Q105, 853. And after we do the long, long hour and 20 minutes of the MJ Morning Show nonstop, and again, make sure if you're listening on the way to work that you continue listening at work using a smart speaker, using your cell phone with uh, any of the apps, you know, the uh, Odyssey app, the TuneIn app, the iHeart app, and you search uh, for... Q105 Tampa Bay, and you can listen to the MJ Morning Show. And, of course, the entire program is podcast later in the day. So, Andrew, what time do you generally have the podcast up every day? I try to have it before 11. All right, so before 11 a.m., we hope to have the podcast up. And then MJ TV, the entire show is on TV every morning. We've got four cameras here in the studio, so you get to watch the whole show. You can watch it live by going to mjmorningshow.com and clicking on MJTV at the top and then select the live stream, or you can go back and watch any of the shows, like today's show. Like, let's say you're at work now, and or you're on your way to work, and you want to see Froggy doing the truth booth as Hal Herman, and then this crazy fall that happened at the very end where he slipped on all the beads he threw. Okay, watch the video. Are you okay? Uh, yeah, I, I, that's Hal. Hal fell, and yeah, he's what okay. A, all right, what a, he hurt his tailbone, yeah, I think. Oh, you know what I do during middays now? What do you do during middays now? What? Besides an awesome show? <laughs> Driving home? Yeah. No, I just... I just... <laughs> Can you give me a shout out at like yeah. 1045 when I'm in my car? Yes, I will do that. I, I kind of do. Yeah. That's what I do. Uh, go ahead. Okay, I say my favorite part of the show, and I say the exact like minute where you can find it on the YouTube, on the MJ TV. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So something had happened, you give the, like something had happened during the show, you'll give the exact time. That it starts on MJTV. So to look just, for it. Yeah. Hey, I mentioned 
that the Mega Millions jackpot for tomorrow night is going to be at least $1.1 billion. Are we blocked in here? Is Mega... First of all, they still have not unblocked the Powerball website in our uh, studio computers because it comes up as a gambling site. So listen to this. Powerball won't come up, but Mega Millions comes up. It's weird. That's uh, weird. I've been asking for two years for whatever company that our IT people use to block... Uh, Website like you can you go to porn sites in our building I'll or, find or, out. or no 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 don't no don't can you go to WikiFeed no don't no WikiFeed works oh okay that's not right. a porn site so Mega Millions the estimated jackpot for Tuesday night tomorrow night the estimated jackpot is one point one billion this was after there were no winners for the jackpot on Friday night now I think what does it say there were match 5 winners in Florida, Maryland, New Jersey and New York had 2. So some people matched 5. But typically does that mean that they didn't get the mega ball or whatever they call it? They missed one of the numbers and yeah. uh they still get a big payout. They get like a million bucks or something, so that's not bad. But here's and I mentioned this last week. So I I I forgot about talking about it. So let me do it now. Do you remember last week I was talking about the Mega Millions and buying a ticket. And remember I said that typically over the years, all of the experts have said, if you win the lottery, you take the lump sum. Mm -hmm. You take the early lump sum because the theory is, is that you'll be able to do better over time by having that money properly invested than waiting 30 years for the annuitized payout of getting paid every year. Haven't we always heard that? We have. We have always heard it. I've never heard anything to the contrary until this. Okay. <laughs> until a story on the CNBC website, which CNBC is uh, the NBC business channel. And the headline is, the Mega Millions jackpot is and this this story was uh like a week ago so the story said the mega millions jackpot is 785 million this is before there was no winner on friday night and it climbed was it uh two winners ago whatever it was so it says taking the lump sum is typically a big mistake lottery lawyer says i'm like what that is like completely opposite everything that we've always heard taking the lump sum is what this lawyer says is a mistake. That's the way to go. We've always heard that if you win, you take the lump sum. Even though it's considerably less, you take the payout right then and there and don't wait for the annuitized payouts every year over like 30 years. All right, here's the deal. Talks about the jackpot being huge. Uh, I believe now it's at $1.1 billion, and it's going to climb higher. Because there's going to be a frenzy of tickets today. There's going to be a frenzy of tickets purchased uh, tomorrow. So the jackpot's going to go higher than $1.1 billion. And then it says the cash option. The cash option right now at $1.1 billion is $568.7 million. So th- what is this guy saying? What is this lottery lawyer saying about taking the payouts versus the lump sum, which is completely opposite everything we've ever heard? The jackpot for the drawing, uh, now $1.1 billion. If you opt to take your windfall as an annuity spread over three decades, 30 years, the upfront cash option 
which most jackpot winners choose is blank, blank, blank. So what is it now? $568.7 million. These days, the annuity option is bigger than it previously was relative to the cash option, thanks to higher interest rates, which make it possible for the game to fund larger annuitized prizes, according to Multi-State Lottery Association. Still, over 90% of winners take the immediate lump sum, according to Andrew Stoltman, a Chicago-based lawyer who has represented several recent lottery winners. So taking the lump sum, he says, quote, that's typically a big mistake. Not only does an annuity offer a bigger bang for your buck, but spreading out the payments also gives you a chance to build an experienced team, including an accountant. What, it's going to take you 30 freaking years to find a good accountant? I finally found them, honey. You're 28. Uh, yeah. Including an accountant, financial advisor, an attorney to protect your money and your best interests. For, uh, few lottery winners have the infrastructure in place to manage a lottery windfall. That ensures a level of financial security that the lump sum does not, even with the inevitable uh, onslaught of solicitations, excessive purchases, or bad investments. To make a mistake with the first year's winnings is not catastrophic. That's a good point. If the winner is going to receive another 29 years' worth of payments. That's a valid point for a lot of people who get their lump sum and burn through it. I don't know how you burn... Okay. Well, a lot of people do right. that. Maybe how not, you burn through a you know five hundred sixty nine million dollars. Right. Maybe not the billion dollar jackpot, but if you win a thirty million dollar lottery, and you take the fifteen million payout, mm-hmm. and then you pay, I'm going to buy Twitter. <laughs> yeah. If you end up with you know eight million dollars, you can burn through that quickly. Yes, that was a little Elon Musk slight. Uh, yes, Andrew wanted to say something. Andrew, yeah, on, uh, on these very large jackpots, I agree with this uh, Staltman. Okay. The, yeah, the, essentially what Fester just said. On the smaller ones, yeah, that you can burn through that so fast. Listen, okay. If All you right. get your hands on $3 million and you've never seen that kind of money before, you could potentially be out in three or four or five years. Do you buy three McLarens and a mansion? Listen, you're not going to burn through $500 million buying a couple of not McLarens that. and a mansion. Not, yeah. not this not one. Million. I'm talking about $4 million, $5 million, oh, yeah. $8 million. Oh, Yeah, so if you, have, saying. if you have a moderate jackpot, yes. Okay, I didn't hear that part. I win a $10 million lottery and they say, look, we'll pay you half a million dollars for the next 20 years. Or we'll give you it all now, or a portion of it now. Right, so let's say you end up with half, like $5 bucks. Yeah. yeah, I mean... You, I'll take the 500 for 20 years. Can you ever so, change it and you say... Could, you uh, could stupidly... No, once you take, you can't change uh, okay. it. Yeah, you can't... <laughs> once they write the check, you can't give it back. Yeah, you, you got to make your decision. That That's locked in. But so, essentially, if you have control of yourself, it's still better to take the lump sum. I suppose, right? yeah. Yeah, but I'm a degenerate, so... Yeah, you okay. would... I'll take that check Jan 1 every year. That's fine. I'm just saying that <laughs> Space it out. this goes against everything we've always heard, that by taking the lump sum, you can do better over investing that money over the years than waiting 30 years for the annuitized uh, payout over 30 years. Especially made it make sense, though. Thank you for that. I mean, not everybody's going to sink it in a 7% anyway. IRA yeah. and double it in 10 years. Yeah. No, if you're everybody. older, you want to take the lump sum for sure, too. Uh, you ready for a little pizza pizza story? Yeah. 
pizza pizza here is more like uh, hostage hostage. <laughs> oh no! Where was this pizza pizza? Uh, hey, this is crazy. Man, people are nuts. A Pennsylvania pizza delivery driver is alive. He was held hostage because he did not come with the guy's drink with the pizza order. He was supposed to bring the a drink as well with the pizza. Did according to a complaint filed, Leo Lamont Tony, 42, ordered a pizza from a local pizza shop, Primo's Pizza. The delivery man dropped off the pizza, but Tony allegedly exited his apartment and said, where's my soda? Oh, no. Uh, Tony reportedly forced the victim into his residence and locked the door, trapping the delivery man inside his home. What was the office episode? Remember the pizza delivery episode where there were like two pizza places up in the Scranton that were similarly named, and one had much better pizza. And was it Antonio's? It was something like that. And they, but the names were like totally similar, and one was much better. Mm-hmm. And they were having an office party, and Mike, <laughs> Michael Scott ordered from like the wrong place. <laughs> was that it? That's funny. And it then they big. held the Alfredo's. Deli- Alfredo's. <laughs> that was it. It was Alfredo's. Alfredo's Cafe or by Alfredo. <laughs> there you go. P- yeah, pizza by Alfredo or Alfredo's Cafe. <laughs> and he got the and, wrong one. And Michael Scott ordered from the wrong one, so the staff's like, oh, no, that's not the good pizza. The other one. And they, they held the pizza delivery boy. It was like like 16 years old. They held him hostage in the office. <laughs> it, was one, it was an episode of the office. Anyway, so this is real life. Leo Lamontoni. Forces the pizza delivery guy into his home, locks the door, traps the guy inside. The delivery man said he forcefully pushed Tony away, fled finally, immediately called the Johnstown Police Department up in Pennsylvania. Yeah, police said that Tony smelled of alcohol, had slurred speech when they showed up. He was booked at the public safety building in uh, in Pennsylvania, in Johnstown, Pennsylvania, and charged with a false imprisonment of the pizza delivery man. Not cool. So pizza, 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 pizza turns into hostage, hostage. Does it mention what kind of uh, soda it was? Um, it does not. But he got the he got the kidnap lovers pizza. Mm, that's good. <laughs> little, little fingers on it. <laughs> no, it it doesn't. Uh, those are sausage nubs. I mean, what, what are you? No, it doesn't say which beverage that. He was supposed to get, but people are out of their minds. But it sounds like you know alcohol might have played a factor in this. You think? Yeah, particular situation. Hey, do you want to hear something tasteless? Yeah. <laughs> a rock mm. band. A tasteless joke. Yeah. Right, obviously, the Buffalo Bills were victorious yesterday over the New England Patriots. Did you see in the opening drive the Bills return a touchdown? Yeah, I saw that. And what a moment. Was that set up? You know, it's like, you know, Damar Hamlin, who fell uh, critically ill with the cardiac arrest. A week ago tonight. Yeah, he was watching the game in his hospital room. Do you think they made him watch on the crappy uh, hospital room TV? Or did did they roll in like a special, like, big, uh, you know, 50 inch uh, flat screen for him to watch the game on? 
That guy's going to come back and play. He's already up and watching I mean, football and posting OMFG. You know, mm-hmm. it's he did, but yeah. and he posted OMFG after the Bills returned the opening kickoff for a touchdown. You know, that's, what a comeback! So that's far. sort of like the the old uh, you know the kids in the hospital and he's the kid is critical and just and Babe want, Ruth says yeah, I'm going to hit a home I'm run a, for you. I'm hit, exactly. <laughs> that's like it's that's what it's like. It's like and I'm going to hit a home run for you, kid. And was it there, <laughs> an episode? <laughs> So yeah. like there was. Was it Keith Hernandez or something? <laughs> it, it was something like there was, there was a Seinfeld episode. There was. And, but that's what it's like. Yeah, yeah. Here's the Mar Hamlin. It's a miracle. After collapsing from cardiac arrest on the field, something that was one of the most horrific things that we've ever seen in the NFL. And he's now awake. He's talking. The tube is out. There's no brain damage. I mean, he still has got a road to recovery. Yeah. Uh, but. You know, for him to watch the opening kickoff return for a touchdown, uh, I mean, after that incident, I mean, it was fantastic. So, you know, hopefully DeMar can recover. Hopefully he can get back to the NFL. You know, all that is to be determined. But this is what's tasteless. During the Steelers, the Pittsburgh Steelers 28-14 to win over the Cleveland Browns, Pittsburgh linebacker Alex Highsmith received the questionable CPR celebration after sacking Deshaun Watson in the fourth quarter of the game. The celebration is you know, less than a week. It happened yesterday after DeMar Hamlin collapsed on the field. So Was that guy nuts? They, they did like a mock pantomime CPR thing on the field with what was the player flat on his back and was doing the CPR motions on the chest to simulate CPR in the excitement after the quarterback sack. Yeah, that, that's that's too soon. You sure it was, you know, they're making fun of the deal? The real? Oh, no, they, it's, they, they were really doing what? it. They no, were really making impossible. fun. Really making fun. Who's that heartless? Of, I've, uh, you know. I've seen them do CPR on the... Uh, yeah. On, like, a football a couple they, times, but yeah. they're doing it on each other. They've done it before, but... I mean, did they do this specifically after the Hamlin incident? I mean, did they even think about? I mean, he's this one Steeler is doing chest compressions on the other Steeler on the ground to celebrate uh, the the quarterback sack. Right. I just don't uh, think they were thinking. I, mean, I don't know. I can't imagine being that heartless, and I'm pretty I heartless. Mean, I mean, what were do they thinking? Do you think there's any chance it was an homage? What? No, I, for real. They I mean, do you think that they honor? were trying to support him? I mean, trying to think of the good side of this. Maybe it was just well, you really hold up a number taste. three when you do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there ways. you go. I mean, the whole league had Demar shirts yesterday. They were all in unison in their support. They all I had saw them. coaches on the sideline yeah. of all a bunch of teams with with number three Demar Hamlin shirts, as you say. I heard something for the first time during the Jacksonville game. And I guess every team did it. Instead of a moment of silence, they had a moment of sport. And they applauded for DeMar. And I thought that was pretty cool. Or yeah. they could have just played Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. You know, that's... Which has two connotations It does, here. because first of all, DeMar is alive. But, and this is serious, CPR trainers will tell you that the beats per minute of Staying Alive by the Bee Gees, uh, 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 Staying Alive, that that is the perfect beat to do CPR, to do the tres- uh, chest compressions. Um, I've heard that for years and years and years. 
I, I do want to say I'm looking at Alex Highsmith. He's the guy who did the compression, the yes. Steelers guy. And I'm looking at his Twitter page and he has, uh, you know, love for DeMar, number three. He's got all this stuff on his page supporting him. Yeah. Oh, I so, don't doubt that. Oh, so I- maybe it was just really a bad look and poor taste, but his yeah. intention with it was, I don't know. But social media exploded. You yeah. can imagine, like, what the hell? So DeMar is from the Pittsburgh area. Yeah. He grew up in the area. That's true. He went to the University of Pittsburgh, the Steelers, for any team to mock anything. The toy drive was for kids. You know, the toy drive with $2,500 initial raise that's now like, what is it, $8 million now? Where is it? I'll I'll check it out. And it's for kids in Pittsburgh. So my question is, you know, he was a number, was uh, DeMar like a number six draft pick or something? Or the sixth round or something? Sixth round, yeah. Sixth round. Sounds like he should have been playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, with his love and affection. That was his team. Yeah, he, exactly. Um, Mike Tomlin, uh, coach of the Steelers, Yeah, he even said in a press conference, he's known DeMar since he was 12. It's mm-hmm. amazing. That's incredible. So where's the charity? Eight and a half million dollars on the Chasing M's Foundation Community Toy Drive. It had a goal of 2500 back in Christmas of 2020. It was, this thing was dormant. And then after DeMar collapsed, somebody found this and the word got out. And now over eight and a half million dollars has been raised. That's a lot of, a lot of toys. Wow. You know, you look at some of the big names on here. Like, are you looking at the top donations? Yeah. So here's Jim Ursay, owner of the Colts. Yeah. Owner of the Colts is $25,003 for the three, obviously, for him. Uh, Adco Electrical Corporation Thirty-three thousand three hundred thirty-three dollars. Obviously, the alliterative play on number three. Uh, Sheets Laundry Club twenty-five thousand three dollars. Uh, Robert Kraft from the Patriots, the owner, uh, eighteen thousand three dollars or fifteen. Is that eighteen or fifteen? Come on, eighteen thousand three dollars. How, how can these people not give like a bunch more money? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers donated fifteen thousand dollars. Matthew Stafford gave $12,000 yeah, for the back of the Rams. I saw that Tom Brady gave ten k. The Cleveland Browns gave $10,003. Yeah. Man, look at this. Just the Texans gave. Who gave the most? Sean McG- right now, It was some electric company yeah. gave $33,333. How are these billionaires not giving like more than that? Like Robert Griff. Uh, listen, it's easy. Spend uh, it for the Jack Shack. Yeah, Tom Brady gave right, Come on, Froggy. That's nuts uncalled for. Uh, but, 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 but accurate. <laughs> yes. Did you say that's nuts? Rob Gronkowski (laughs) gave (laughs) $6,900. Oh, wow. Oh, he's such a frat guy. (laughs) Did he do a butthead laugh? (laughs) Good job, Gronk. (laughs) That's funny. So $8.5 million now is just a tremendously ginormous number. It's awesome. So, you know, I I forgot to talk about this last week, but I've got a question. Does anyone want to ride any rides in Orlando at that Icon Park? No. So while we were on break, the, their giant Ferris wheel malfunctioned and it would caught on fire while people were on it. Have you ever been on that? I have I've never been to Icon Park. If I'm in Orlando, I'm at Universal or one of the Disney parks with the kids. We we never made it to that Icon Park, which really that's just kind of that's like 
just kind of leeching off the theme parks I mean, with all of the international visitors I mean, the and having having like a, a a cheaper park to go to, right? This Icon Park. It's something else to do. You're there for a week. You're not going to go to Disney every day. Possibly. But you got enough. You got Disney. You got Epcot. You got Animal Kingdom. You've got the movie studio. Then you've got Universal. You've got uh, you know Islands of Adventure. Yeah, as opposed you, to oh, a- you got Sea World over there. You got all that. And then hey, hey, all the tourists from. Uh, from around the country and around the world to go to Orlando, hey, just get on I-4 and head to Bush Gardens. Yeah, come on down. Come on down to Bush Gardens with great yeah. roller coasters. But the point is, I'm not going on anything at that Icon Park. No. So remember, the first thing was that tower drop. Oof. It flung the kid out, and you know what happened there? It was a terrible tragedy. And then the 400-foot-tall Ferris wheel at Icon Park lost power. This was back on like New Year's weekend and then 62 riders were in the the air and the thing was like spitting out sparks and it was like a fire on the Ferris wheel. Yeah, I think I've got the audio here. Yeah, listen to this. Here's audio from uh, people on the ground taking video. (laughs) I mean, mean, do you hear like the sparking noises and a guy goes, oh, it's on fire. It's on fire. So he's like yelling, call the fire department. How about stop videoing, put your phone down and call the fire department. Oh, great. They're already here. Like, what a weird reaction. (laughs) Thank you you for telling me. It is. I, I meant to mention this last week, you know, when we first got back from vacation. I do not want to go on any rides at that Icon Park. Again, now the Ferris wheel got stuck. It was on fire. It was spitting out sparks. And, of course, you know, this is after the awful, awful situation with the 14-year-old boy. What was his name? Uh, Tyree Sampson, right? And during that uh, free fall ride, he got flung out. <laughs> yeah, I don't ever well, want to go there. Yeah, what what else could possibly go wrong? Yeah. You know what? I, I maybe I shouldn't ask that question. Is that where they have the big, big Ferris wheel? Yeah, that's, that's like, it. It's the, it's the four hundred foot Ferris oh, wheel. That thing Dude. makes me Kinda sick. Like an I four in Sand Lake. Oh, that makes me like nauseous. That's what at I'm it. saying. It was the giant Ferris wheel. I <laughs> Wells Fargo. Wouldn't you say Wells Fargo's had its bad share of publicity over the last I don't know decade? Yeah. They yeah. had they had the broker scandal going on, all kinds of things at Wells Fargo. And now we have a Wells Fargo executive allegedly fired and arrested after peeing on a woman on board an airplane flight. <gasps> that might not be good for your career. This was on an international flight, but the guy's based here in the United States. So the guy's Indian, I guess Indian-American... Uh, and Indian police in New Delhi. You know what? You ever have a sandwich from the New Delhi? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I don't get it. So there's, there's no no beef on it. Police in <laughs> India have arrested an airline passenger. A complaint was filed by a woman on board an Air India flight from New York that he urinated on her in her business class seat. Shankar Mishra. 
was picked up by police in the Indian city of uh, Bengaluru and then brought to the Indian capital over the weekend. Uh, According to the uh, New Delhi police, they declined to say what Mishra told investigators after the arrest. The Times of Indian newspaper called Mishra uh, or cited Mishra as saying that he was drunk and could not believe what he had done. Uh, a New Delhi court sent them to prison for 14 days. Man, that was quick. As police investigate the complaint, Mishra of uh, outraging the modesty of a woman during the New York City to New Delhi flight. That's a long flight. All right, so they already put him in prison for 14 days, but he could face up to three years in prison for going to the bathroom on a woman in business class. I would expect that back in coach, not business class. He was vice president of the Indian subsidiary of Wells Fargo. He was. That's a big job. I would say so. The population of what, one point. Five billion people, whatever the what's the population of India now? It's a little over the mega millions number. I think you're right. I think it's like 1.2 billion people in India and a whole lot of cows as well. Uh, Also, Saturday, Air India issued a written notice. 1.35 billion. 1.35 billion in in uh, India. Yeah, Uh, Air India issued a written notices and grounded one pilot and four cabin crew members after the incident. Whole lot of backlash on social media. Uh, why? Because Air India originally, I guess, only banned him for thirty days. If you have a if you have a passenger that whizzes on another passenger, doesn't that buy you a ban from the airline for life? Nope, just thirty days. Well, I'm having pro- trouble picturing this in my head. How, how yeah. he did it? We don't want to hear from you until at least February 10th. Okay. 30 days, you're out. This a- is Any nuts. other details, like, why he did it? Well, apparently he claims he was drunk. Yeah. Okay. And Must have been. I think we also, like, a year or so ago, we might have had a story about how a guy had walked from the middle of the plane to the back of the plane, headed toward the laboratory, and was, like, totally out of it. He thought he was there. Thought he was at the bathroom, and then actually turned and and pee, and peed on somebody in the last row of the plane before you get to the restroom and the galley in the back. I, I could see that happening. Like if you were traveling internationally, you want to take some sleeping pills while you were traveling so you could sleep during the flight. And then you had a, had a glass of wine accidentally. And then, you know, not know where you are and use a restroom, a passenger as a restroom. Ugh. I mean, how nuts is that? MJ. Yes. New York to New Delhi. Yes. How long is that flight? Nonstop. New York to New Delhi is probably a 13-hour flight. 15 hours. 15 hours, 5 minutes. 15 hours, 20 minutes on American. Wow. Yeah. Maybe the bathroom was just totally taken up the whole flight. That's a long time to be on a plane, I guess. This is right. Mm. Uh, but still, uh, you can use the actual <laughs> facilities on the plane. They've made arrangements. And not some lady's lap. That's just absolutely disgusting. Oh, you know what else, uh, football-wise? All the Florida teams are in the playoffs for the first time since, I think, 1999. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. the Miami Dolphins, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and now, of course, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers you know, clinching the uh, fourth seed. But that was already clinched, what, a week ago? They or, clinched right? it last yeah. week during Carol- with Carolina. 
So they really didn't give much of a crap about last night's game or yesterday's game. Well, that's why they didn't play a lot of the starters. And you know, but Tom Brady still seemed you know kind of ticked off. He's there to play, mm-hmm. baby. Yeah. Let's go. He's always angry. Oh man, I'm running. I'm running three minutes late here. All right, hold on. Let me take a quick break, and then I, I've got a lightning round and prioritize the final chunk of the MJ Morning Show when we get back. You know, I mentioned the whole calorie thing. You know, uh, and I, I meant to do this earlier, but there is a new school of thought that counting calories is nonsense. All right, hold on to that thought, and then uh, a whole lot. Oh, don't touch my hair. Oh, not me personally, but. Um, I guess a guy's hair was touched and, well, it didn't result in a, a very good outcome. Uh, hold on. We, we got a lot of stuff to get to. Final chunk of the program on a Monday next here on the MJ Morning Show on Q105. Stand by. This is the MJ Morning Show podcast. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Lainey Wilson is on a roll. She's delivering great music and teaming up with some of country's hottest acts. Text Lainey to 45911 to see which four Lainey Wilson collabs have us talking at BackstageCountry.com. Text Lainey to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from BackstageCountry.com. Thanks for listening to the MJ Morning Show podcast. MJ Morning Show, Q105, 934. Now, we just queued up the theme song to this 80s TV show where the child star has passed away. Somewhat of a mystery. Hold on. What show? Who has died? Who was found uh, unresponsive? Oh, no. Deceased by police in California. Which child star? Hang on. We'll tell you in a minute. First, though, I was just reminded that I never mentioned that new pizza shop. Or, I'm sorry, it's an old pizza shop, but guess what? If I haven't been there, it's new to me. And I was over in Largo, uh, Bel Air area, over the weekend, and someone had recommended this to me a while ago, like months ago, and I just hadn't been over that way because it's on Olmerton Road, not far away from the beach, not far away from the Gulf. Can I make a guess? Yes. Is it Sardos? Yes. Okay. Or as Hal Herman would say, <laughs> Sardos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was looking for the yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I had to whisper. Oh, the yeah, oh, ask me again. As Roxanne. Hal Herman would say. Yeah. No, no, Roxanne. What's as, the name as, of the pizza place? I forgot. What is it? Uh, just say, say it, Roxanne. Sardos. Both of you guys are terrible at this. Oh my Sardos. God. Excuse me? Do, do, do you're, to... you're awful. You, all you had to say was, yeah. That's it. That was it. That's all you had to all say. right. One more time. Give me all one right. more chance. Hey, Roxanne, what's the name of the pizza place? It's Sardos. Is that right, Froggy? I don't know. I've never been. Damn it. <laughs> damn it. Damn it. Right, so I had been recommended by a listener like months ago. Hey, you're looking for a good slice, good New York slice. Try Sardo's Pizza on Olmerton. And it's right across from the Pinellas County Sheriff's Office. You know, the, the headquarters are on Olmerton. Yeah. You know, just past like the Pinellas. Is it past the Pinellas Trail, Pinellas, right? Right near yeah. that Pinellas Trail area. Right. So I tried it on Saturday. I just piped, popped in for a slice. And I always just, I always just do a test slice. 
Mm-hmm. You know, because if it's if it's not good, then I can just get the heck out. I didn't make a big commitment. You just so, dip your pizza toes in the water. There you go. What's a test slice? Like, they just give you a little piece? No, no I just buy, buy one slice of pizza. Oh, I thought it was like ice cream. You're no. like, can I have a spoonful? No. <laughs> uh, but I do have an ice cream story as well. Mm. Uh, now, I got one slice. So I'm like, oh, this is pretty good. And it's been there for a while. I think that location's been there since like 2007, according to their website. And I just not, had not been. But it was it was a good solid New York slice, and yeah, you know, the Tampa Bay area is rough for pizza. What do you know? You're not Dave Portnoy, dude. <laughs> I'll clean that guy's clock. That guy, Dave Portnoy, El President. Uh, he that knows guy, so much about pizza. He knows nothing. That guy's a hack. Mm-hmm. He knows had a lot no- of pie. He knows nothing about pizza. His idea is great, but they, he can't even pronounce the name of the streets. <laughs> he can't even announce half the pizza places that he's... He's going to classic, well-known places and can't pronounce the names. I just said that to get you off. Yeah, well, off. Just, don't get me ticked It'll off because, uh, yeah, I'm not a, not a huge fan of his pizza reviews. So, uh, where was I? Anyway, so Sardo's, I thought, did a nice job. So, did, did Texter's guess? Yeah, te- and I didn't know that. So, the I apologize because I mentioned this... Yeah, what, like 45 minutes ago that I found a good slice, right? You told yeah. me it's better than like a Little Caesar slice? Oh, geez, come on. No, I had some uh, Papa John's over the weekend. Uh, oh. just, I'd stop. And I had that garlic sauce. Stop. Couple of the, stop. <laughs> Pizza diva. Yeah, you're not doing shakaroni all of a sudden? I had a shakaroni and it was fantastic. <laughs> oh, bring it in, bring it in. So shout out to Sardos. I thought you guys did a nice slice. Hey, and shout out to Papa John's. That, that garlic sauce really <laughs> is good. Yeah, it is. Really it good. really is. All right, so we have another child celebrity that has passed away. And my memory is of this little squeaky kid at like, I don't know, 10 years old, 11 years old. And he was 54 now. Who is it? Ricky Schroeder? Well, no, no. Ricky Schroeder's still alive. But the the point I'm trying to make, though, is I had Fester cue up the theme song. Now, I remember the TV show because I used to watch it occasionally. But I do not remember this theme song. It just didn't seem to be very memorable. But here's the show. Terrible theme song. This will put you in a coma. Anyway. Is that Jennifer Grey? They find some no, horrible guy to no. sing. No, it's not 1960s. It's like late 70s, early 80s. So what is this, like the early version? It was eight, eight is Enough. Eight is Eight. No, no. Eight is, do you remember Eight is Enough? This, this yeah, show ran for years. Dick Van Patten. Anyway, <laughs> the little kid Nicholas Bradford. Oh, Adam Rich has passed away. He was found, I guess, unresponsive. No foul plays expected. Cause of death not yet revealed, but he was found out in the Los Angeles area by law enforcement lifeless. About and, as lifeless as that song. Uh, yeah, oh, the theme song. My God, is that is that <laughs> awful? Hey, do me a favor. Play this at my funeral. Yeah. Oh, right. my God. And now to honor Fester, the theme There's of Edith. Tell you what, you don't need anesthesia if you're having surgery. Just play that damn theme song. 
I literally have never heard of this kid. Yeah, the show ran for, uh, let's see, it looks like five seasons, 77, 78, 79, 80, and 81 on ABC. So they're not investigating it as like shady foul play, but they're not releasing what the cause was. Well, the family didn't say what it was. The police haven't issued their statement yet. All right. If real child stars die, let me know. Urkel, let me know if he <laughs> All right, So you don't think Adam Rich was a real child? He was a fake child star? Terrible show. Saved by the Bell guys die when Screech died. That's news. So Prince Harry was on 60 Minutes last night being uh, interviewed by Anderson Cooper. Can't take him. And, you know, I got to be honest. I, you know, he didn't tell me anything that didn't leak out last week that we talked about last week after a Spanish version leaked in Spain of his new book. What is it called? Spare? As in, oh, yeah, he's the spare to the throne. What a baby. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Michelle's yelling at the TV last night. You know, just wants him to shut up. Was he just, was he crying the whole time, just being like a little... Well, there was talk that Prince Harry might somehow reconcile with the family. What? And actually go to King Charles's coronation later on this year. I'm sorry, Papa. And now, after the book has come out and, and items leaked, now they're saying there's no shot in hell that Prince Harry will have any role in King Charles's coronation. And and when you throw out the kind of stuff that he's been throwing out about his family, you better hope you live a perfect life. Like, how is that not going to come back on him now? All of this. How much money do you get for that book? Not enough. All right, the oh. calorie story. I got a lot to do here, guys. All right. Oh, well, for the Netflix special, they allegedly got Meghan Markle, or as they call her, Nutmeg. <laughs> uh, Nutmeg and Harry allegedly got paid a hundred million dollars what from netflix all right yeah bury everybody for that amount I don't all right, know. that that is an enormous amount of money hundred million dollars i'll never talk to any of my because weren't they again. weren't they crying poverty for a while that they didn't have money and well they were cut off yeah. from the queen's teeth that's right <laughs> you've been cut off from each of my teats <laughs> but mommy no I'm not your mouth. Guys, I got to move on. I have two minutes left. Okay, go ahead. Guys, I got to move. All right. So we'll get into this in more depth tomorrow. But there is a new movement and there are numerous individuals that are saying that calorie counting is absolute nonsense. That if you're using calorie counting as a strategy, that it doesn't work. That there's like no proof at all that counting calories helps you get rid of weight. That it's the quality of the foods you are eating and it's not the calorie counting. I believe that. So we will get into this in much greater depth tomorrow. The other, I remember I said on an ice cream story as well. Mm-hmm. There is there's an ice cream store. And this wasn't around when I was up in New York. But. Catchin ice cream, C A A T C H. Catchin, C A A T, catch, and then N ice cream. Apparently, they scoop the ice cream and they throw it at you. That's awesome. oh, that's great. I love that. Well, yeah, how, does they, that how many times does that go well? They give you the cup and they hurl the scoop. You got to catch your scoop in the cup. So what if it, like, hits your shirt? What if it falls on the the floor? I mean... You lick it off your arm. What if you, like, you're you're wearing a white shirt? It's all stained. You got chocolate all over your shirt? (laughs) I'd be so mad if I went to get ice cream and they threw it at my head. (laughs) What the hell's on?
You're going to waste a lot of it, too. But that's the deal. It's a horrible they, business they, plan. They throw the ice cream at you. How much money do they lose a day? Uh, upon ordering one of their novelty flavors, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Fruity Pebbles, or Dark Chocolate Strawberry, to name a few. What if you don't have arms? Uh, they must catch their frozen dessert in the cup after it's lobbed in their direction. <laughs> what the... We got a soup place that do something oh like that. Oh, my God. It's crazy. <laughs> well, throw, throw hot soup at you. <laughs> Catching the cup. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's the way to end it. Throw All hot, right. throw, Starbucks throws scalding hot coffee. It's like a lobster bisque. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll see you back here tomorrow, folks. Have a great day. Website, mjmorningshow.com. mjmorningshow.com. Dot com and let's be careful out there. Thanks for listening to the MJ Morning Show podcast.